0: C-A-L. You would now rocking with that dude, Pascal. We be going wild. Haitian in the building. So, so, so original. Got the haters, got your feelings. Get your hands up to the ceiling. And keep them held high. Cause San this isn't ready. Forget about it. Goodbye. saying hi. Five somebody, rise up. Weekdays, catch us live. Somebody, let's go. Good
1: morning, everybody. It's the Pascal Show. Yes. Yes, this is what... It sounds like one person clapping in a room all by his damn self. Hopefully you guys are having a marvelous and fantastic Monday. I don't know about you guys, but it was a crazy weekend for me. Hopefully you guys had a great weekend. I know that uh, the Oscars were were this weekend, which was really awesome. For me, that's like the Super Bowl that's for me the Super Bowl for, for all films so I'm very excited about I was very excited about that it was a wonderful wonderful uh, event I gotta be honest it was very nice and surprising there was a lot of things a lot of a lot of surprises a lot of a lot of snubs a lot of wins a lot of triumphant things and of course there was a lot of political, speeches in there or woke moments if you will but anyway i hope you guys are having a fantastic and wonderful marvelous monday it's the time it's the start of the work week everybody we gotta love that don't we yeah so anyway i don't have everybody in the room today unfortunately i just have one person and it's kind of unfortunate because uh I really don't care about him so much, but we got Lucas in
2: the booth. <laughs> you, didn't, you, did, you didn't introduce me as wonderful people in the house. No. Now, now I know I'm not wonderful. Yeah,
1: you're not wonderful at all. I, I thought we already established that conversation.
2: Yeah, I guess I should have picked up the hints. Before.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean. The hints were there. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I, the hints were there. It's official it. now. It's official.
1: Yeah, man. How things been, man? How, how was your weekend, anyway?
2: Um, one word: fast. It was very fast.
1: It was really fast.
2: It's already Monday.
1: I feel like I, I, it was Friday. I closed my eyes, and now we're here. You know, it was so wickedly fast. But at the same time, sometimes weekends need to go that way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes they just need to go that way. Not, co- not complaining about it. Other,
2: other than fast, it went pretty well. Got to hang out with some old friends that I don't really get to hang out with often. It's very nice. rare where all of our schedules line up. And it was just like the stars were all lying. And we all went out bowling on a Saturday night, late wow. night. Had a little fun time. That's nice. Little bonding moments. Little, little. It was, bowling. It was fun. Some bowling. Yeah. huh? first time. I used to bowl all the time in high school. Haven't yeah. bowled since then, so it's been like five years or so. Oh, okay. Thought I was gonna be a little bit sore. We bowled like four hours worth, so there's a lot of bowling. Uh, arms a little sore. Uh, my left gluteus maximus is a little sore from uh, you know holding really, up all my weight. Did you really just
1: say gluteus yes. maximus? Yes, did. You I really did you really have to do? Did you really have to say that?
2: Yeah. But why though? Gotta get all technical, you know. Ah.
1: I, I'm done with you, man. I'm absolutely done with you. You know what I mean? But that's that's totally fine. <laughs> you say how how you you want you say it however you want to say it, okay? You're you're allowed to say gluteus maximus. It, it's the I technical just, term. I just don't see you approaching a person and saying, "Yo, what's up?" Just really admiring your gluteus maximus. I think I just,
2: I've heard it before, just because people think they're funny, but you know. Yeah,
1: I mean, out of humor,
2: sure. It's but like if you were just, humor. But
1: if you were being absolutely 110% 100, while saying that, that's not cute.
2: <laughs> I got you
1: there. That's, that's not cute. That, that ain't gangsta. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, we got a great show for you guys today. We got a whole lot of people coming in and out of the show today. We have Ed Herman. <clears throat>
3: Excuse me.
1: We have Ed Herman of the very, very famous Ed Versus. All right. And of course, he is with the Brown and Crouppen Troop Law Firm. If you don't know about him, now you know. We also do have film critic Dan Buffa coming through today. And we have the very, very talented and very beautiful Tierra Peach will be in the house to talk about her line of purses called Tatum J Collections. It's going to be a great show because I know you fellas out there are still trying to figure out what you're going to do, what you're going to do. For Valentine's Day, and I, I'm going to be real, man. You know, a lot of us haven't picked our stuff out yet. I don't know about y'all, but I haven't picked my stuff out yet for Valentine's Day, for that loved one. So we definitely have Tierra coming through, showing off some purses. Fellas, prick up your ears. Listen up, because there's going to be some stuff in there that you might want to buy for your lady. All right? So anyway... Let's get into some conversation here man okay so i know that xfl happened this weekend was it was the first game right it was the the, first the very first weekend first weekend of games right because there was a gang of gang gangs that was going on this weekend correct yep now they're airing on tv now right Yep.
2: they're on tv all the, 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 the big channels abc espn fox they they got the big packages uh Eight teams, four games over the weekend, and a lot of cool rules. A lot of like non NFL fans are kind of just kind of watching, see how this is unfolding. Yeah, especially th- since St. Louis has a team.
1: So then, okay, so you know you're a big huge sports fan and everything. You got a chance to check out this XFL. So break it down for me. When you say some new things were there, what what was what was new? What was what was popping, man? What's for, good
2: for, for me? The, the the biggest new things that you don't see in the NFL was the uh, the, the kind of the behind the scenes stuff you get access to. Uh, the, the television networks get access to the uh, coaches' headsets, so you can kind of hear the coaches calling plays as the game's unfolding. Uh, yesterday, there was an in-game interview. Like, the, the broadcast booth went straight to a head coach. I can't remember who it was. I want to say it's Mark Trestman from uh, Tampa Bay. And it was, like the, it was in the middle of the game. He was calling plays, and he, he was getting questions from the broadcasters. And uh, what was your mindset mm. the first half? What do you need to get going right now on this drive? And yada, yada, yada. So
1: you're saying that they were asking questions – during the actual game. In the
2: middle of the game, like so, in the middle of a play, like, okay, we'll, we'll let you call this play, and then let it, go, let it go, and then, okay, let me ask you this, and then and it's like, ask the question. But,
1: and it's like, but why, though? Why did you do that for those interceptions? That kind of thing? Basically,
2: yeah. Same, that, same, same thing applies to the players, too. They don't they don't have the access to the actual microphone, but they'll have a sideline reporter and say, that, I mean, this actually happened. I think a, a, a quarterback threw a pick in the game, and right. they went straight to the quarterback after that interception and said, hey, what would you see there, what happened, why, what, why did this happen? And he just went on. Same thing happened with a kicker in the first game. Uh, a kicker missed a field goal, and they went straight to the kicker. Wow. Hey, why would you miss this? What, what, what happened, basically? Uh, okay. so, so instead of in the NFL or any other sport having uh-huh. to wait till after the game after, and go into the locker room to figure out what happened, you can go right then there, what happened here?
1: Right, right. Ah, Okay. That's really interesting.
2: Same, same same thing with the referees too. So if a referee calls a, a penalty, you get access to the whole like how referees huddle up to discuss what's going on. Yeah. The TV TV networks have the access to what's the conversation, so you can oh, hear the okay. officials saying, "Oh, what you see here? Okay, this player needs to get ejected. Oh, uh, I saw a false start here. No, and then they start arguing. Gotcha. Same thing with uh, the replay. So if there's a challenge on the field, we have we have access to seeing a. Uh, the conversation between the the referee and the replay official upstairs in the booth in the stadium. Okay. And go ahead.
1: So a lot more interactive. A lot. I mean, a lot. A hell of a lot more interactive, which is kind of cool because then you get to see warts and all at like a behind the scenes type of feel. You kind of
2: see why certain things happen, why this play happened. Why is this review going on? Why this penalty got called?
1: My only concern about that is, you know, the Astros, right? For example, are trying to find ways to cheat, right? Yeah. So, wouldn't they find, wouldn't the opposing team try to find, like, turn on the TV or I'm turn sure, on I'm their sh- phone? I'm and, sure it would be very and, and, and easy just, like just to at- have a
2: stream pulled up, but at the same time, there's kind of a delay anyway. But still, it's it's very easy to have access, just to pull it up on your phone or a TV and, oh, this, this coach just called this play. We know exactly right. what's going on here. But I I don't think that should be an issue just because of the delay aspect. Okay. It should be something to keep an eye out for. Because
1: of the delay aspect, but I feel like it could be a huge problem going down the line. I'm just saying, there's a lot of people that could sit there and text somebody or tweet somebody or whatever and they can find out what's going on before the actual yeah. play actually happens i mean you know if there's a will there's a way i mean you know we're doing it in a, the the astros and, and baseball is doing it in a very prehistoric way like hitting a baseball bat up against a a trash can to use that as signals so i mean you know now that we're getting into this whole thing of being able to be the fly on the wall behind the scenes of them Coming up with the plays and and in the huddles and all that stuff, I feel like that could really smack people in the face, some teams in the face in the near future, you know.
2: Especially with how technology is, it's very yes, easy.
1: technology's but, a m- mother lover.
2: Another another cool slash funny thing we that we uh, we got to see was the replay official. They literally use an Xbox controller to control the replay feed to figure out if a play should be overturned or not. There, there's wait, that's cool. It's, it's kind of cool slash funny because they're literally using an Xbox controller. We give access to what they're doing. You see them using their little Xbox controller, going forward, backward, using slow motion to figure out, oh, this shouldn't be a fumble. It should be an incomplete pass. Yada, yada, yada. And you Interesting. Hear, and you can hear them talk like, oh, let, give me a second. You're talking to the referee. Give me a second. Let me see. Let me see. Okay, overturn that. The clock should be at this. It should be – the ball should be placed at this yard line. And you get to, you get to hear everything.
1: Okay, so that, that – but you're talking about something like – if they make an audible, like if they make a challenge, if the, yeah, if if, the opposing if it, if it, team, if the opposing if, team, hold on, if the opposing team makes a challenges a call, then they can actually like, that's what you mean. They're yeah. not doing that for every single play, correct? No, just just for like okay.
2: re- replay reviews, like, oh, this is, a, it's an incomplete pass, but they think it's like a fumble or something like that. So it gotcha. goes straight to the booth. And if you're watching on TV, you get to watch the replay guy. Go through what he sees and what he thinks, and you can hear him talk and explain to the referee what's going on and what should be changed and what should not be changed.
1: Okay, okay. I mean, I haven't seen any of the games yet. I've I've heard some good things. I've heard some good reviews out there. But let me know what you think. Comment down below on our Facebook or YouTube feed. That's facebook.com forward slash The Pascal Show or youtube.com forward slash The Pascal Show. Comment down below. Let us know what you think. Or you can give us a call. Do you think XFL has a chance in this in this thing up against nfl give us a call at 314-880-0808 let us know what you think anyway we're gonna go into a quick commercial break we'll be right back this is the pascal show Bye. what's up y'all you're on wgnu 920 am and 106.9 fm real talk for real st louis yes welcome welcome back to the pascal show Yes. Thank you guys so much for tuning in on Facebook, YouTube, and on our radio station. We really appreciate that. But anyway, I got a quick question for you, Lucas. I know that we were just talking during the break and everything, and I have to know, I got to know, in regards to this whole XFL thing, all right, is there... Is there any other different things? Is there anything else that differentiates XFL from NFL? Are there any other different things that are going on in this game?
2: Yeah, other than the the, the little behind-the-scenes things, there's a lot of little tweaks to the rules. First, The first thing you'll notice is the kickoff rule. In the NFL, you'll see the kicker and all of his kickoff team right next to him lined up down the field, and he kicks it off, and all the guys are just sprinting down the field. In the XFL, it's different solely because they want to see more returns and they want to make kickoffs a little more safer. Uh, So you'll see the kicker way back on his own side of the field all by himself. Gotcha. And on the other side of the field, you'll see both teams lined up at, I think, the 30 or 35 yard line face to face. That way you're avoiding those like head to head collisions, going full speed down, like running full speed at each other. Yeah. So instead, you just got guys right in front of your face, You just block them like that. So and those guys can't move until the return guy right behind them touches the ball. Right. So that's a little a weird thing you'll see at first, but it's something that will generate more returns and it's a little more safer instead of having guys just sprint down the field and kill each other, basically. Interesting. Uh, extra points. So usually after a team scores a touchdown in the NFL, they either can go for two from the two-yard line or kick a 33-yard extra point field goal. In the XFL, there's no field goals for extra point attempts. You gotcha. have three options. You can either A... Get two points from the two-yard line. Get three points. No, you get one point from the two-yard line, two points from the five-yard line, or get three points after a t- touchdown from the ten-yard line.
4: Oh,
1: okay. Choose
2: those three options. No field goal is an option. Most teams elected wow. for the two-point or one point. No one tried the three-point from the ten. Uh, what else is there? Right. Wow, that's that's crazy. Okay, onside kicks. So, onside kicks are one of those low-probability kickoff attempts where you can just pooch it 10 yards and try to recover it to get the ball back. Uh, it's almost impossible now in the NFL. So, the XFL is trying a little 4th and 15 option. You can't do an onside kick, but instead you can take your offense on the, offense on the field from your own 35-yard line and try to convert one time from 4th and 15. So, you have one play to get 15 yards, and if you get it, you get the ball back. If Interesting. You, if you don't, you turn the ball over to the team, and they get the ball and basically scoring position.
1: Wow. Okay. So just a lot more added stuff that. Yes. Okay. Interesting. And definitely interesting. The, ne- the
2: next and probably last thing I can remember off the top of my head is overtime. It's a shootout type of overtime. So in the shootout. So in the in the NFL, it's basically like another quarter, basically, okay. until someone gets a touchdown, so on and so forth, and then just, right. they're basically playing another game. In the XFL. Each team alternates possessions in getting one play from... I can't remember where. It's either the 5 or 10-yard line. Each team's go back and forth getting one play to score a touchdown. If one team scores, the other team gets a chance to get another one, and it's like a shootout. If a team A gets a touchdown, team B can answer. If team A doesn't get a touchdown, or if they do get a touchdown, they can... You, you kind of get what I'm saying? like So in a shootout, if one team scores a goal, the other yeah. team scores it, it's like best 2 out of 3 or 3 out of 5 or something like that. It's the same concept. In the or the XFL. Interesting. shoot shootout. Okay. Get one play to score a touchdown or not.
1: Cool. Okay. That's that's a lot, a lot more than I expected there, there's to talk from you. But I appreciate you giving me the information. That's that's interesting. Because I, I I mean, obviously just checking out the XFL. It's gonna be interesting to see what how it does and how long how long it lasts. And hopefully it lasts long. I don't know. But we'll see about that. But I we do have somebody very special in the
5: house. We have Ed Herman. Of Ed Versus in the house. How you doing, my brother? I am doing well. What's been good? I'll tell you. I, I didn't watch the XFL yesterday, but after hearing about all these different rule changes, I have to be honest. I'm intrigued. Now you want to he check it out. He should be out there selling, this, uh, no selling kidding. this league. Yeah. I'm in now. He's I, super I, hype
1: about it. You know, but he's you know he's a huge football fan. Well, Lucas I mean, is a I huge like football fan. I'm a
5: big fan. I just uh, I feel like uh, I had no idea that there was that much fun stuff going on in those games. Yeah. I didn't know either. It's chaos.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I only I only heard about the the interviews like that are going on during the actual game. That's something I thought that was very interesting and different, and I I, I like that part. But I, it love I was it. just interested, it's just interesting to see what what they're trying to do and make make it a little bit more interesting to watch, other than other than just trying to keep it traditional like the NFL. You know what I'm saying? No, so exactly. It's no, very it's, uh... it's very fascinating. And I'm, I'm going to tune opinion. in next week. That yeah. is my pledge. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. So, first, thank you so much for coming in and checking. You know, being here and all that. But I I got. I gotta ask you. So, what's been going on with Ed Versus? Anything good? Anything new?
5: Yeah. Well, this Thursday, I dropped my new episode. It's Ed Versus Cereal Ice Cream Edition. Ooh. Uh, Okay. The cereal videos that I've done so far have really been some of my most popular. And so I I try to keep them fresh. I don't want to just go and keep mixing cereals. I got to take it up a notch. Right. You got to change it up. On this one, um, I teach people how to mix cereal with ice cream as an ice cream topping or different desserts that you can make using cereal and ice cream. And uh, I'm really happy with how it came out. I've shown it, you know, a little sneak preview to my my focus groups, and uh, they, they predict a huge smash. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. You just said focus groups. Yeah, I got please, about... Please explain this. I you got, you, about, got a, you got focus groups? I, I got about 10 friends who know what's good and what's not good, and I send it to them. And they either say, yeah, this one's a winner, or they say, this is going to be a tough road on this one. But they said, Your serial, the serial crowd that likes the serial videos will be all over this one. And mothers, too, because I actually come up, and, and people ask me, they say... Are all these recipes your own creations? And yes, they are. Right. Uh, and um, they are easy. I mean, I you know I kind of go on there, you know, and I'm not a professional chef or anything, uh, but I go on there. I show you how to do it, and I figure, you know, I think people look at it and say, well, if this guy can can do this, it must it must be pretty easy. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. And that's what <laughs> Yeah, it well that's yeah. true. I mean that's true. It's like, hey, if he
1: can do it, then I can right. do it. Well, too. people this don't want to watch idea. something
5: that they think, well, I can't ever do that. Oh, look at that. My hand. I, I put it right in front of the camera. It's okay. Now Sorry, we know now I'm keeping it down. But so. but see how how
1: how good that that camera is? I mean it shows the camera follicles in your The follicles on the on the top of your fingers and everything. Right. You know what that's I'm saying? So it's what, a, it's one of it's my a pretty amazing qualities. thing. My, you know? <laughs> but so okay so you got that coming out on Thursday. That That's dropping Thursday. Thursday. Yes. Uh, so what what is the like, I got to ask you like what what's the what's the ongoing what's the what's the goal? What's what's the What's the goal after well, with with all this you know, content that you're I, making?
5: What I what I think is the goal, and not just on my show, but also with three lawyers eating sandwiches. Yeah, which we're currently showing, uh, one that we did at a place called Pigwich out in Kansas City. We just shot two more last Friday. Yeah, at Union Loafers here in St. Louis, oh, and nice. uh, stacked, which is a great burger place down Wait, in the Carondelet area. You you shot two in a day two? we always shoot two in a day it just makes it a little bit more cost effective on the production so two sandwiches no well two sandwich places two yeah. episodes oh yeah but we so ate a lot to a, of wow. sandwiches but well, what we lot. did was we went to union loafers which was fabulous right and uh, that's out on tower grove um we went out there and started shooting at about 11 a.m and we ate oh god Four sandwiches, a bowl of soup, a salad, and a basket of bread, and a a round of cookies. What? Yeah. And then we rested for about three hours. Oh, my God. We went to Stacked, where we had three gigantic hamburgers, uh, dessert, guacamole bites uh, buffalo chips and that was fabulous so yeah those days that sounds amazing it is amazing but when we're That's done a great day man it's it, it, it was oh a great day God. and then at night you're like you know you can't eat anything else for like two days after yeah but the, the, you know to your point the, the end goal is you know we want to show all the people in St. Louis and all the people in Kansas City that you know we're part of this community we we love our cities we 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 like to feature these other businesses and help their you know help their businesses out. True. We like to yeah. go to mom and pops, you know, we like to encourage people to buy local and eat local. And when it comes to their legal services, you know, we like to reinforce the fact that you know, these are our communities. We've been here, we've been here for a long time. We know the people, we know the places. Right. There's a lot of law firms that come in from out of town and you know, they don't know St. Louis or Kansas City. Yeah. And they just want the cases. You know, they're not even here. They're down in like Georgia. won't mention anyone by name but you know you (laughs) got to be careful who you're hiring because you know especially in a car accident case I think it makes a big difference when you're talking to a person on the phone and you explain where an accident took place Mm -hmm. I know that intersection intimately I know how many cases have happened in that intersection I've got a long-standing history there I know the police that are going to be involved in investigating it I know the adjusters that work this area and then you compare that to some out-of-town law firm and you tell them, you know, oh my accident happened, you know, at, you know, at, at Hampton and 40 or something, and right. they're like, now where is that exactly? And you just right out of the gate, you, you just know that they they're not going to do as good of a job on the case. I don't believe, uh, as we will. Of course, of course. I mean, you guys are the. One of the best, you know what I'm saying? The
1: best. Well, I mean, arguably the best arguably, in St. Louis. I mean,
5: we've been very successful. I will say this: we're lucky. We're, there are a lot of good lawyers in this town. Of course, there really are. Thank God um, there are. But I really do believe, right? in Yeah. Well, but I, I believe in in, in, in what we what we put together, and so that's the end goal: is to show people that we're part of the community and that we're very approachable. I think lawyers have a reputation that like. Oh, they think they're better than everybody. They're wearing these fancy suits and spending big cash. And you, you, sh- you it's a privilege to even get to talk to them. And we're just the opposite. I mean, we're just regular folk. This happens to be what we do for a living. You know, yeah. other people do other things for a living. This is what we do for a living. Right. And we want to show people, don't be shy about contacting us. And I think it's working because even on my Facebook, you know, videos and my page, my fan page, which if you're if you're not following my fan page, it's... Ed Herman of Ed Versus. It's a growing number. It's almost at 5,000 fans. And we just started this thing a couple months ago. That's incredible. And, you know, and people will contact me at all times. They'll just send me messages. 11 o'clock at night, I got a message from somebody with a legal question. And I think that proves it's working. It proves that people are comfortable that they can just reach out and and, and talk to me. And that's the goal. No, and and that
1: makes sense. I mean, because I feel like that, especially if they know you as someone, if they've only seen you on camera, they automatically assume, okay, well, if you're the face of such and such, you must be a a little snooty, a little bit, you know, nose in the air type of thing, a little snobbish. And they think that you're not approachable. And I'm just saying you, as in people, Mm -hmm. you in general. general, Sure. And and it's interesting that uh, you're, what you guys are doing right now, you guys are kind of changing the angle that you guys are doing and, and showing that you guys are more personable Notice, and
5: more real we're letting people in yeah you know i think that's really if you can sum it up in one sentence what are we doing with this whole thing we're letting people in we're yeah. showing them who we are we're doing it in a way that's very genuine we don't script anything my shows aren't scripted yeah three lawyers eating sandwiches we never even know ahead of time what we're going to talk about we know we're going to talk about the sandwiches right but as far as the rest of the conversation you could be it, that. Could be the same as you joining us for lunch any other day of the week, right? Because we eat lunch together almost every day, right? It, it just happened to be that when we do the episodes, there's cameras there. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, I've I've sat down and had lunch with you guys a couple. Uh, uh, That's one true. Time you remember, we sat there. Yeah. And, and it, you know, and we talked about everything. Yeah. It was it was just we everything could and that and, and, and oh, it that. Yeah. have been An episode. Oh yeah. yeah. I would have loved to do that too. I would love to do that sometime soon, for sure. Yeah. Well, we were talking kind of about
5: expanding it and having different personalities on
1: yeah just to see you know just for variety yeah and changing it up keeping it interesting and And it's also opening up another another bracket another demographic or another group of people actually tuning in to check out
5: yeah you guys sitting down and talking and just more opinions about the food which people that's one of those things when it comes to food you know we all eat we all eat every day so when it does come to food you know everybody is sort of entitled to their opinion about what they like and what they don't like it's not like you know say film critics who some people see thousands of movies and some people just see a handful a year so obviously if you see a ton of them you can critique things a little bit more because you have more things to compare it to Mm -hmm. a person only sees a handful of movies they can still have an opinion but they, they haven't seen enough to compare stuff to. But when it comes to food, you know, we've Everyone all been eating eats, yeah. two to four meals a day True. since we were babies. True. Well, what,
1: but what really sucks is that there are people out there that literally have eaten, don't know what good food is sometimes. Well, I mean, you a know, lot of times like it's what you've up, been
5: exposed to. Yeah, it's you know. like
1: they just grow up eating a whole lot of fast food or a whole lot of ramen noodles. And then when you put mm. them in front of a really good burger or a really good... You know steak or something like that It's like what is this What is is life all about You know what I'm saying
5: Part of food is is the taste But what I've noticed too Is that a lot of food as you get older Is about nostalgia And there is something to be said About eating something That maybe your mom served you growing up I know that for me I I grew up without any money You know I, I, I was It was very humble And so Like for me sometimes My most comforting food Is just eating something that I used to eat, you know, it it could just be a particular frozen pizza. Yeah. But whenever I eat it, it's like a warm hug. You know, I think (laughs) that's that's, true. I think think that's what cereal in a lot of ways was for me. Yeah. And people say, well, you know, why do you do these cereal videos? I said, you know what? Comfort food. It's a good memory from when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, it's one of the foods I was always able to have in the house with some cereal.
3: That's what's up. You know,
5: not always a million varieties like I have in the video and not always allowed to open more than one box at a time. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Be that as it may, that was... Not just in the morning, but that coming home from school, that afternoon snack, filling up a cup of cereal and sitting down watching like Gilligan's Island or whatever the reruns were. Right. Like Brady Bunch. You know, it's just good memories. Yeah. That, that is. That, it's nostalgic. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a little bit of nostalgia while every, within every single spoonful. Right. That you're, well, you're, it's just you're like you're when you make those, into your mouth. When you make the ramen noodles, you know, yeah. I'm talking the cheap ones, the oodles and noodles type of hard noodle. Oh, you yeah. Know? But everybody kind of has a soft spot for it, yeah. Because I think it takes us back, either to when we were growing up, or maybe for some people while they were off at college. Yeah, college man. Have. You get ten of those for a dollar. Shoot. And at least back when I was, you know. No, it's like, it's like it's like four for a dollar. Four for a yeah, dollar. I used man. to get ten for a dollar. Yeah. No,
1: see, I wish I
5: was back in that time
1: then, because I would have loved during college having that oh, having you, that ten
5: for a dollar. Oh, that's that's yeah. a kill. That, oh, that is. You would have saved a lot of money life. because. You would have had no cell phone. You would have had no internet. You would have had no computer. No one up to college. I had none of those things. Isn't that crazy? All the research I did was in the library. I know pencil we, and paper. I remember we had that conversation, and that's just
1: wild. But yeah. it, but at the same time, I was during that cusp as well. Yeah. You know that when things were starting to become digitized, but still you had to go to you still had to go to the library to get references. You still had to go pull out the. Uh, I forgot what it's called now. The little, the little, those Dewey Decimal System. Dewey Decimal System, you know what I'm saying? You still had to do all that stuff, and you're like, what is this? Why? you didn't you couldn't type everything into a computer you know so i was part of that that world as well until now of course everything you just google it and it's right yeah, there it's right you know there, it's right there, there in your at your fingertips which is really really crust crazy but anyway do you did you get a chance to watch the oscars oh of course I okay so we're going to talk about dance. the oscars okay go we're going to talk about the oscars we're going to go into a quick commercial break but when we come back we're going to be talking about all things oscars we'll see you in a minute this is the pascal show bye this is real talk from real st louis streaming live on realtalkwgnu.com s yes welcome welcome back to the pascal show let's get into it we got ed herman of ed versus in the house and of brown and Krupin. you know their law firm brown and Krupin. if you don't then i don't know what's wrong with you
5: Oh, they could be new to town. <laughs> I know they could be they new to town. have gotten here yesterday. So they'll check know us out, by next week.
1: Yes, yes. So you definitely got to check out getbc.tv. Wait, no, no,
5: it's getbctv.com.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, but getbctv.com. I'm so sorry. Go and check them out. Fantastic law firm. Uh, so anyway, I know that you saw the Oscars. I to me For me, the Oscars is like the Super Bowl. Yes. So I get really hype about it because I I just really enjoy it quite a bit. I'm a big fan of movies and all that. So I do got to ask you, what did you think of the hostless Oscars this year? Well,
5: you know, here's the thing. I I thought that when Steve Martin and Chris Rock did their kind of comedic monologue at the beginning, Mm -hmm. that to me kind of took the place of the normal You know, normally the host comes out and does about ten minutes worth of jokes. Right. So to me, that kind of took the place of that. And then, you know, I didn't really miss it after that. You know, to me, they kind of felt like they were hosting, but we just never saw them again. Let's be honest. Even in the years that Billy Crystal did it, or um, or Steve Martin or Ellen, you know, the, the all you really cared about was the opening monologue. Right. You didn't really. They didn't have much to say as the episode went along. So that is very true. You know, when, it, when I was
1: thinking about it, I was sitting there going like, well, wait a second. Really, honestly, they don't really do a whole lot except for maybe throw it to another celebrity right. to throw it to another celebrity anyway. Yeah. That's going to be presenting the award anyway. So or presenting the nominations and presenting the award anyway. So it's kind of like there really is no need for a host unless that you wanted somebody like what they did with Steve Martin and, and Chris Rock, which is. You just need somebody to do a really good opener in the very beginning and then just step out the yeah, way. Yeah, just
5: get the crowd lightened up a little bit yeah. and, and laughing a little bit. They kind of did it both ways last night because they had the musical open first. Yes. Uh, which uh, I liked about half of it. And yeah. then I thought it went on a little bit too long. Um I thought it was odd to start the show with the Mr. Rogers thing because it was not really a significant movie from this year mm-hmm. the only nomination it got was for Tom Hanks so to kind of have that be the opening it felt like well that's weird that's not really the flavor of this year's nominated films Right. Uh, usually if you're going to pick an opening like that you'd think that you'd pick something that was a little bit more representative of the movies that are actually up for the big awards Yeah. Uh, that said I, I mean I uh, She's great. Uh, she sounded great. Um, so, the, you know, that was. Yeah, th- that's the that's the piece that I'd missed. I missed the opener. Yeah, I missed the. I wouldn't say you Steve missed Martin. It. Yeah. OK. I mean, yeah. OK. Well, Steve Martin and, and Chris Rock were very funny. I can listen to that years ago. Steve Martin and Alec Baldwin co-hosted and they had one of those great back and forth openings And if you've ever seen the Steve Martin show with Martin Short that they do, they travel with, Yeah. when the two of them go back and forth, it's hysterical. So any combination like that, uh, I think, is a great way to start the show. I like when Tina Fey and Amy Poehler go back and forth. They've hosted the Golden Globes and... I love that rhythm of the back and forth. It, it keeps it brisk and funny, yeah. and there's somebody to play off of. So I think that's a great call. It was a classy show. I mean, there really wasn't anything controversial.
1: Actually, I was very surprised that it wasn't. It didn't go. I was just very surprised that it didn't go sideways. There was a lot of moments where I was like, I was expecting a lot more political discussion, a lot more politi- political heated speeches and acceptance speeches and all that and the only person that really did anything that i felt like that really stood out in a way was was joaquin Joaquin phoenix
5: Phoenix. yeah i mean brad pitt had a a little illusion politically but more for just a a quick little a little joke not really more of a statement and joaquin phoenix i mean i thought that his his statement to me it came off you know pretty pretty diplomatic i mean he obviously had a position but, uh, you know, he didn't fill his, his speech with any finger-pointing or any hate. No, he you know, really did He admitted he was as much a part, of, a part of the problem historically as any of us have been. And, and he was yeah. just sort of creating a vision for, you know, maybe a, a better world. So I thought that was, you know, for me it was pretty inspirational. I felt bad for Renee Zellweger having to win what? right after that. Well, because I think it was very difficult for anything she had to say to to be profound like what he had said and certainly not her obligation to say something profound she's more than you know i mean it's it's perfectly fair to just go up and talk about the film you were in and 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 your performance and the people you want to thank i think it just they knew joaquin phoenix was going to win and they knew he was going to give a big speech because he's done that at all the other award shows yeah i think in hindsight they might have been better off doing best actress first let her give her speech and then kind of build to his because yeah. I, I do think that hers kind of seemed a little bit in the shadows after he had just gotten his.
1: Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know so much. I feel like, well, you know what? I take that back. I do kind of feel what you're saying. I do feel what you're saying. I feel like the only reason why is I think people were trying to still piece together what he was trying to say. To me, when I was watching it, I was kind of like, oh, Joaquin, no. Oh, like in the very beginning, he was doing good. And then it seemed as if his nerves got the better of him. And then he started to second guess what he was saying. And then all of a sudden, or or maybe he was getting choked up. I don't know what it was, but there was something that just didn't feel right. Just didn't feel. It didn't feel cohesive. But I know what he was saying was coming from a a good place. I know what he was saying was coming from a place of love. I mean, but it just he, seemed... he could have clipped
5: it a little earlier, but, you know. Word.
1: My thoughts exactly. It just you seemed know like he was like, it was like at the end, he was like, I don't know how to finish this speech. I, I'm, I'm flying off the raft. Of, like, I'm well, off, been, flying you know, off the rails cause... right now. And I'm trying to wrap this up, but I'm trying to figure out how to wrap it up in the right way. And then it was like, oh, I could use a quote that well, my brother wrote he, I one think time. I he knew
5: he was going to end on that because obviously he had thought about that ahead of time. I think it was just getting to that point And maybe that got emotional for him Because he knew he was going to talk about his brother for right. a minute uh, But yeah, if, if, you know, again You know, that's why you need editors You know, I learn, I know it from Whether it's one of my little projects Or watching something, you know that Like The Irishman, which was glorious But could have used an, A little bit more editing, I think To oh. get get the story down and get it a little bit crisper Oh yeah um, So, um, you know That... Uh, you know, some of these speeches could have used a little, a little editing. But you know, this is their big moment, and the guy's been in the business since he was a kid. No kidding.
1: And 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 it was a, it was an Oscar well received, definitely. It, not only just from, not only just from his, his work in Joker, but just from his laundry list of movies that he's, yeah, uh, all the work no, he's ever that's done. For he's, sure. He's a very, very talented actor. I
5: think he would have won for Walk the Line if if Jamie Foxx hadn't won the year before for Ray. Because the, the films, in a lot of ways, were very similar in their arc, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they both played obviously famous, well-known musicians who battled with drugs. And I just think that his performance maybe got a little overshadowed because of how amazing Jamie Foxx was in Ray. Gotcha. Uh, but you know, clearly, I think everyone was in agreement that he deserved to win this year. Huh. He won everything. Yeah, I mean, he was he was really, really, really fantastic. You know what? But like I said. Me? Go ahead. This is what bothers me. Shoot. I, I really get bothered when people talk about people that got snubbed for <laughs> nominations. Because, you know, what they're what? really saying is, is that one of the people that got nominated didn't deserve it. And it should have been this other person, right? Because that's really what a snub is. As, you know, because there's only five spots. So if you're saying that this person should have been nominated, what you're really saying is one of the people that got nominated shouldn't have been. And that's the part that bothers me about it. Because you're taking away from a person's achievement and look they they got nominated it's i mean I'm, I'm assuming it's a relatively fair process and they made the cut and that's that right so you're just kind of like crapping on them i don't but, like
1: that i mean but you you got to remember there's going to be people who are going to be passionate about what people do i mean they're going to be passionate about a, a movie or passionate about a, a particular actor or something like that the, the snubs people getting upset about a snub. If they don't get upset about a snub, then there's no point of even having an Oscars. I mean, think about somebody who gets upset about the 49ers losing the Super Bowl, for example. Right. If people weren't upset and passionate about that, then there would be no Super Bowl.
5: No, no one would care. That's true. But I'm saying, yeah, it's true. But you know what they could do is, is they could say, you know what? With the amount of movies being made and the amount of quality product that's being made uh you know why don't we have six nominees instead of five i mean they did that at, at the other award shows they've added more because like on television now that there's shows on netflix and hulu and amazon it's no longer just the five nominees and about what 10 12 years ago They changed the Oscars from having five Best Picture nominees to now they can have as many as 10, but they generally have about nine. Yeah. You know, if if everybody wanted to see Greta Gerwig up for Best Director uh, or Noah Baumbach, who also wasn't up, they could have more nominees. You know, I think if they added a sixth nominee in most of these categories, I think it would solve a lot of the problems. I think you'd see more diversity. I think you'd see more performances highlighted that otherwise wouldn't be highlighted. And then it wouldn't really be a snub. Mm -hmm. It would just be there were six amazing performances. So we're going to nominate six amazing performances.
3: Okay, I mean, are
5: you you listening, Hollywood? Yeah, no kidding. You know, take a rib a page
1: out of his book real quick. But there were other snubs going on. In memoriam,
5: so there were certain yeah, actors. There were
1: certain actors that were taken out as well. Tell me, I, I didn't see there. the list
5: yet. I know there's always a list. Luke Perry was oh, not yeah, in yeah. there. He should have been in
1: there. And there was another actor that I forgot that was not in there.
5: Although a lot of times, what they and people were, to were really do, upset.
1: People were really, really upset about. You that. know,
5: Luke Perry. You know, and I, I believe me. I, I think they should include. You know, everybody that they can, even if they have to go thirty seconds longer. Luke Perry I think made his mark more on television than in film. So to me if he was snubbed at the Emmys then I would say well that's a huge that's a huge omission. At the Oscars, you know, he's never been nominated for anything. He had limited film roles. He did appear in one of the best picture nominees this year though, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So yeah. you know, for that alone maybe they should have included him, but I understand that they're, they're, there's a little bit of rationale. They included Kobe Bryant, but Kobe Bryant's an Oscar winner.
1: He is an Oscar winner,
5: so you got so to they, include a former Oscar. They winner.
1: definitely, uh, they definitely squeezed him in
5: at the very beginning. This is like boom, there he is. Okay, yeah. moving on. Well, I think you got to remind people, and they showed him holding his Oscar in yeah. case people said, "Hey, well, wait why a second, they... he's an
1: NBA player. Right. What's going on?" Yeah, no, but they they definitely were. I feel like they definitely put the put it all together in a, in a nice way. I mean, of course, Billie Eilish saying Yesterday and all that, which was very nicely done.
5: Beautifully done, was, but a, but a relatively really short song. If yes. you want to get more people into In Memoriam, maybe they, she could have picked a longer Beatles song. She Long could have done Hey Jude. They could have had everybody in there. Uh,
1: there th- th- that too? Or, you know, she could have just held a note out a little bit longer. Just, ah, yeah.
3: just a little bit longer. Like, you know, tack she on would have been fine. Chorus.
1: You know what I mean? She would have been fine. Okay, so let's go into this whole thing. The best movie. Mm-hmm. Best movie yeah. award went to... Parasite, Parasite. Yeah. went to Parasite, and of course there was a lot of people that were very shocked. A lot of shocked people in the room that they were, were like, "What?" And of course it made history. Of it, course it was mm-hmm. an amazing. I haven't seen the movie, but from what I've heard, it's a really amazing. It is. Piece. It's a great
5: movie. I, I I watched it a few weeks ago. You know, a lot of people assume 1917 would win because it won the PGA Award, the Producers Guild Award, and I kid usually you not. the two match up.
1: I kid you not. I was sitting there going, as they were listing off the, and the winner goes to I'm like, ni- uh, 1972, <laughs> 1917, 1917, 1917, Parasite, what? Well, but, I was uh, so yeah, but there surprised. Were, there
5: were some indicators throughout the show that suggested it might be going that way in particular the screenplay award and then the director award mm-hmm. if you've got a film that that has been recognized for its screenplay and for its direction it's kind of hard to keep that out of the best picture you know envelope right because it's you know those those kind of you know if you like the direction and you like the script you know, it's a pretty good chance it's going to win it all.
1: I literally was waiting for her to come back and go, "Oh, I read it wrong." Yep, I got no. the wrong em- I I kid you not. I am not kidding. I was waiting I was I don't going to take that like I guarantee you. Again. I was like, I guarantee you, Miss Miss Fonda messed it up. I
5: guarantee how you. Great I was waiting did, for how that. great did she look by the way? She looked fantastic. She's in she her, her 80s.
1: That She's in, she's her, in 80s. her 80s.
5: Wow. She looked like she was in her 60s, to be Yeah, really no, honest. I think she's, she I, looked great. I want to say she's maybe 82, turning what? 83 this year. She's had some work done. But you know what?
3: What?
5: If, if you can look that good having work done, I'll have work done. Whatever. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, you know, she was looking... Hey, science does amazing skin was things. was awfully smooth. Awfully, awfully yeah, yeah, smooth. Yeah. But the hair looked good. Yeah. I don't know if it she was her real good. hair or not, but it hey, looked, whatever it was, it would look good.
1: For what it's worth, she, she did the dang thing. She looked fantastic, and it was... It, That was just going back to the thing. Parasite was a huge surprise for a lot of people. And I I was very excited about it because it's about time for a little bit of a change in regards to the way we vote inside of the Oscars. Foreign films do deserve an opportunity to get a, 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 you know, to be on the platform and be on the on the pedestal and to get a chance to win some Oscars and stuff. It's just been a very long time since a, a foreign film won an Oscar well, I don't think you it's ever happened
5: in the, for best picture in a foreign language film, but I will say I this. I could have
1: sworn there was a Buñuel in yeah, yeah, but
5: he won best actor. That did not oh, win best picture. I he won That said, ah. it should have won best picture. Life is Beautiful was the best movie Life of that year in my opinion. Great movie. Now, uh, but if you think about it, we never complain when when the Baftas happen. That's the British Academy Awards. And all of our movies win awards there, and mm-hmm. we're happy to win those awards. Like, we don't sit there and, 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 and think, oh, you know, we're the outsider, that's, that's their country's awards, and they don't just give it to people that are from their country, they right. give it to wherever the best picture happens to come from. I would encourage people to watch Parasite, I've, I've heard people say, oh, it's got subtitles, but you know what, that's crap. Godfather 2 which everybody loves. Half the movie is subtitles. That's Every true. time they flash back to Italy, it's subtitles. That's a 2 hour and 40 minute movie. So about an hour and 20 minutes of that movie is subtitles and nobody complained for a second because it was The Godfather Part 2. True. So, you know, once you one, look, you get used to reading it very quickly and it's an interesting story. It's got comedy in it. It's got surprise, it's got attention and it has something to say about class and society, mm-hmm. you know, the, the 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 culture of the rich, and the culture of the working class, and uh, and what happens when things reach a boiling point. So um, I don't think anybody will regret the two hours that they spend watching Parasite. No, they may not love it the same way. It's not an action movie, but but I think they will appreciate. Now I get it. I, I see why I see why this got recognized.
1: Right. And and the thing is is. That's the thing, though. We, America, um, American cinema goers or American movie viewers need to start going and checking out more cinema outside of just America. Just outside, you know, culture yourself. Educate yourself on some well, different stuff and in, 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 in different cultures and different languages and all that. I mean, I grew up listening and I grew up watching a lot of international films because my family comes from another country so it was kind of it's just part of my dna but But there's a lot of americans that don't venture out and check out movies they don't because they're sitting there going i don't want to read like don't make me read during a
5: movie (laughs) i don't want to do that you know what i'm saying i do exactly but you know what though foreign films foreign made films Mm. have actually dominated the oscars for the last 12 years I, i looked up last night When the last time, because there's all this talk about, you know, white male American dominance. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really take place at the Oscars. If you look at the Best Director category, the last 12 winners, only one of them was a white guy born in the United States. One out of 12. You've been seeing great influence from uh, filmmakers from other countries. You had Alfonso Cuaron, who gave us Roma last year and won Best Director. He also won for Gravity and that Irinito. One back-to-back years for The Revenant and for Birdman. Mm -hmm. And uh, Ang Lee, one for Life of Pi. Uh, Catherine Bigelow, one for The Hurt Locker. So uh, only the the guy that directed La La Land is the only one of the last 12 that was a white guy born in the United States. So you're starting to see sensibilities from other countries in in, in all of the movies that we're watching. And so the, the last threshold is the language barrier. And maybe Parasite finally crosses over that threshold. But as far as people say, I don't like foreign films, I want to tell people, everything you're watching, for the most part, is a foreign film. Most of these directors that are coming up with these huge movies, they weren't born here. Uh, Even Peter Jackson, who did the the Lord of the Rings trilogy, he's from New Zealand.
1: No, I I understand those pieces. Like, I understand that. I I guess what I'm trying to say is just English-speaking. It's just the language. It's the last barrier. Predominantly English-speaking uh, films that are obviously getting the limelight, getting the fo- getting pushed in the forefront. So the fact that it's a fully, fully foreign language film that won Best Picture Huge. says a lot. And it, and it, I'm, I'm hoping. That's why I keep saying I hope that people kind of open their eyes and give them themselves a chance to just go and try something different yeah. and just go see somebody, else, some other directors. Perspective on certain things, other than just, all right, let me go see that Marvel movie or that DC comic movie and all that. You know what I mean? And you know, Parasite made
5: pretty good money in the box office, and it's available now for home viewing. Of course, yes I watched it on uh, Amazon Video. Amazon
1: Prime is it's it's available on Amazon Prime. But anyway, we got to go into a quick commercial break. We're here with Ed Herman. Coming up, we have Tierra Peach of Tatum J Collections. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye hey we're keeping it real all day on 9 20 a.m and 106.9 fm this is real talk wgnu yes welcome welcome back to the pascal show thank you guys so much for tuning in on our facebook youtube and on our radio station we really appreciate all of that by the way if you don't know we do have a podcast so every single show that we do goes on to our podcast yes if you can't See it. You can listen to it now every single day. All you got to say is, hey, Alexa, play the Pascal Show, and it'll play for you. It'll actually play the podcast for you. So go check it out. We are on Spotify. We are on iTunes, and it's a fantastic show. All right? So if you're missing out on some really great stuff, you're missing out on it, you missed today's show, you can just hit the podcast. Mm-hmm. Check it out, okay? Spotify and on iTunes. Okay, anyway, we got a very very special person in the house. Not only do we have Ed versus in the house. We also have Tierra Peach of Tatum J Collections. How you doing, sweetheart? Hey. Yes. How you doing, sweetheart? I'm good. I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing
0: good. Doing good. How are you?
1: I am very very good. I'm very very good. Thank you so much for coming in. And now I know Later on this week is the day of love, y'all. It is the day of love.
0: Celebration.
5: Would that be Valentine's Day?
0: You got (laughs) it right, my
1: brother. The day of love is Valentine's Day. This Friday is Valentine's Day. So, fellas, fellas, if you haven't gotten anything for your loved one, Seriously, you need to you need to listen up right now, mm-hmm. all right? Because I know a lot of y'all are going out there going, "What do I get her? What do I get her?" Last year I got it. No, no, no. You want something different? You got to check out Tatum J's collections. Can you just tell them a little bit about what Tatum J Collections is all about?
0: So Tatum J's luxury um, bag line collection. Um, it is made all from genuine stingray, made in the USA. Where they come in multiple different colors. We carry them right here in the Fern Leather So I was going to just hold one for you. <laughs> My, this one's pretty. I know. This we have a pretty. Valentine's Day collection. So we got the pink. We got the red. We got the white. And you know, black is always sexy, too, and that goes with everything.
1: Skadoosh. So. <laughs> How you like them apples? <laughs> now, what, what, what's, what color is this one?
0: That's pink and peach. Pinky peach. Pinky peach? Pinky peach.
1: Pinky peach. <laughs> That's very very nice. So okay, so the
0: eye of the stingray on the back.
1: And the eye of the stingray, mm-hmm. not so eye of the it's tiger. So
5: genuine. Is that actual? That's actual stingray. Yeah, I, here, I, I take it, it out. out. I gotta touch one
0: of these.
1: Ah. Yes, check it out, man. Oh stingray. God. That's some real stingray. Is stingray durable. edible? That's that's a random question, but I had to ask. Is it edible?
0: I've never heard of people eating stingray, but you know. Okay, some to think don't about. They eat a lot of things in the U.S., so maybe somewhere yeah. else. Made <laughs> in the USA.
5: You know what I like is this very strong magnetic closure. Yes. yes. Because mm-hmm. I always get nuts when I see these handbags that are open. Right. And I think. Well, this yes. is why you lose. Exactly. Everything. Ooh,
1: this is so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. this is really revised.
5: nice.
4: They're good.
1: Isn't that beautiful? Yeah, it's a real and it's nice and sturdy. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, obviously I'm a man, so I can't really speak you on behalf speak of it. purses. But, sure but the fact that it's nice, I mean, I feel like right. I could build a house with these, with this clutch. Stack them up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, it's I so clutch.
5: Yeah, it's beautiful though, right? It, does. it seems like uh, your phone would be safe in there. Yes, it's, it's mm-hmm. got it's got a real sturdiness. Yes, very, they're more durable
0: safe. than cowhide. It's a mm. lot du- more durable. What than kind of strapping? So, so actually, yeah. you could. I actually, ha- I do have a Ooh. chain. Um, it comes with a 2.3 millimeter chain. Millimeter. Um, Meter chain. yeah, and it just you uh, can either use it with strap without strap
1: but these so dope these off the chain off the chain you know what i'm saying <laughs> <Ay, laughs> hey i'm going to come up with as many <laughs> <laughs> he is
0: so witty today <laughs> yeah
1: yeah i'm going to come up with as many corny lines mm, as i can I but see. this is some beautiful stuff so okay so of course fellas and ladies out there that are just trying to find something nice for your loved ones as well i mean this is not just for the fellas this is not a, a psa just for the fellas but for anyone that's out there tr- just trying mm. to find something really something fantastic and different and lovely for your loved one, bang, bang, look at that. <laughs> that that was like a what was that? A swatch.
0: Yeah.
1: Is that mm. what was what we just did? Yeah. Swatches. Uh-huh. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know how I know that information. Anyway, <laughs> or that term, but you guys can go there and, and go to Tatum J Collections and find these purses available. She has other types of sizes. They yes. come in other shapes, sizes, and colors. I mean, this is just the tip of the iceberg of the what Tristan she has. Clutch. And this is just this is the Tristan clutch. Tristan clutch, which uh-huh. is a really beautiful. Beautiful name, by the <laughs> way, for a clutch. Anyway, so definitely you guys gotta check it out. Now I wanna know. At least for these clutches, how much do these go for?
0: These ones go for 550. But this week, up until Friday, we have 10% off when you use the special code V Day 10, and you get 10% off v this week until Friday. 10? Yes.
1: Okay. V Day 10. Did you hear that, DJ tc Thank you so much for coming in and sharing our show and everything. Shout out to DJ TC. Go check out his show, Drive at Five, right here on Facebook. Go check him out. He's really fantastic. Yes, DJ TC, you know about this. I'm just saying for your loved one, you know what I'm saying? Go check it out. Tatum J Collections. So, What's the next? What's the next move in regards to the like? Next move, you have these um, clutches. You have uh, other sizes. Uh-huh. Are you going to be changing it? Are you going to be doing anything different? Oh, Maybe I, some book bags, I something, have something like that
0: for the men coming next. Yes, um, book I'll bags. i doing like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I can be hopeful. yeah book bags. Um, I'm
1: just gonna keep saying book bags. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just playing. He-
0: yeah, I'm gonna work on that one for you. Please, hard, he- heavy. Um, we will hard. be doing um, wallets for the men and belts. For men and women. Nice mm-hmm.
1: wallets for the men. So those
0: men. we shall you would start seeing them mid March, beginning April.
1: That's gonna be tight. Mm. You're telling me that it's gonna be yes. whoa. Those are gonna be some solid, uh huh, r- very very, well. very durable,
0: yeah,
1: uh, uh, wallets. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be insane. Oh, I love that!
0: I know. So, how's I'm it? Excited
1: too. How is it going? How's the business going? It's by the going way, good. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, you just started this just yes. a few months ago. So, like, what's? How's been the? How has it been? How's it's, the turnout? It's been? going
0: good. Um, we've had good press. We just did an interview with Gazelle Magazine, um, that's here in St. Louis. Uh, we're sponsored first, um, Fashion Week for, for Couture Week in New York Fashion Week this week. Um, what else have we done? We did, bride. Bridezilla.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, Bridezilla's. yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah the show. Yep,
0: yeah, we just did that.
1: Yeah, I, I, I walked in uh-huh, yeah, and, we and, just and did in that. on that shoot, which looked really really cool.
0: Yeah, and then of course you know we got Pascal on our team, so we're all good. Yeah, but no yeah, it's deal. going go. good.
5: It Kind of came in at the end there. I, I know, <laughs> should have been right at the. Top. I know, I should
1: have been at the top, but I'm Certainly like the bottom of the totem pole. I know. What's, what's going on with that? I'm on the bottom of the totem pole.
0: Uh, well, you know, I'm here. So that's number one automatically. Oh,
1: well, see, there you go. Right. There you go. <laughs> Good call. Good call. So where it's can saved. every where can everybody go and get these things?
0: So um, they're on Facebook, um, Instagram, or the website, thetatumjcollection.com.
1: Thetatumjcollection.com. Yes. Please go check it them is out. Is it J, like the letter J? Oh, or? sorry.
0: Good question. The TheTatumLetterJCollection dot com.
1: Very good question. Because okay. well, I would tu- have I would spell out J- yeah uh-huh. I would have sp- I didn't know I would have spelled I'm out JY. a point
0: where it just pops up, but you know, it, it, give it time. Yeah, <laughs> it'll happen. People 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 are tuning in, people are checking it out. You exactly. know what I'm
1: saying? As it, it, many times as they Google it, it'll just start popping up exactly. every single time. Google me. You know yeah Google me <laughs> Google my collection.
0: Exactly.
1: TatumJCollections.com. All right. Anyway, we got to go into a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal show. Bye. What's up, y'all? You're on WGNU 920 AM and 106.9 FM. Real talk for real St. Louis.
3: Yes. Welcome to the Pascal show.
1: Yes. We still got Ed Herman in the house. Mr. Eddie how you doing, my brother? Doing all right. Yeah, man, oh, I appreciate you still sticking around, you know, but here it is. I know that you are big into all things of all medium, which is like film, theater, the whole nine. So we put this thing, a little game together called oh, okay. Name That Tune.
3: I've heard of that Ariana Grande. Lady Gaga. What? name that tune
1: yes and in today's name that tune we got something really fun just for you okay mr herman what's the game today
2: Lucas in the booth. So we're gonna do musicals. So uh hey. for for me for me, uh, go easy on me because my judgment on these songs may have been either Really, really bad. Really really bad or it could have gone really well. I so, have
1: a feeling it's gonna be really bad. So okay.
2: this game could either go like like I mean super, super quick, especially how last time when we had Ed on, yeah, it could go like a six fast. seconds. Is yeah. there
5: supposed to be a bell between us last time? We oh heard a bell. yeah, hold on, hold on one second. Um, hold on. Now, now, uh, are we, uh, is the goal here to name the, the song or the musical it comes from?
2: So I believe how I have it labeled, I have the name of the song and the name of the the, the, musical? the, the musical it's in, okay. I believe. Again, my judgment may be bad, so bear with me. It should go fine. It should go fine. Okay. Should go fine. <laughs> He's saying <that> like, <laughs> I'm throwing like, it like— I'm just, like, throwing, I'm just like, warning.
1: Looking like you're looking at your, your, your little dog being like, it's going to be fine. They're just going to put you to sleep. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. You might not get back up from them putting you to sleep. It's going to well, be fine. What's the worst that could happen? What's the worst that could happen? You destroy me, or I destroy you in this game. That's literally how this game goes down.
5: You know well, what I'm
2: saying? It's going to be the former. Simple
5: of it. as that. You know what? Shut <laughs>
1: your hey, mouth,
2: Pascal Lucas.
5: Is, uh well-trained and well-versed in a theater. I do know my mu- musical theater. Yeah, I don't so. know why. No, I do know why. I mean, I did, this is what I did a done? lot of theater. This is your
1: whole life. did a lot of theater you know, in high school and in college. Yeah. It was kind of part of what I had
5: to do. I've watched a lot of theater. I haven't yes. performed in a lot of it.
1: But I'm sure you got... Uh, I'm assuming you have these albums, like the original cast recording of, I at home. I would imagine I do. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Yeah. And if you... Man, if you've seen his office, it is stocked, covered in film and theater memorabilia. I could Literally. only imagine. It's amazing. Yeah, well, it's, it's absolutely amazing. It, it may not help me remember any of these, but we'll see. It's okay. We'll see. It's totally fine. We're going to make yeah. this happen, though. Okay, let's do it. Let's let's have some
2: fun, man. All right. All right, here's number one. Let's go. say
0: that while I was away, I had so much to hide. Hey, guys, it's me. Biggest disappointment, you know.
5: Okay, cut. Wait, don't cut
1: it yet. I have no idea. No, well, look, keep playing. Well, I get worried about licensing and stuff oh, like that. Oh, okay. Well, yeah.
5: yeah, then by all means. Yeah, you may have started out with something a little bit more uh, not mainstream.
1: Maybe not so obscure. I think that's really an obscure... Well, I, yeah. Well, I, wait I wait a second. Are, are these musicals from theater, or this is musicals from, like, cartoons like these Disney? Are, these are theater Okay, okay,
5: yeah, that was, that was it sounded pretty obscure.
1: That was very obscure. Hold up. Can you play that piece one more time? Sure.
0: <laughs> I, was away, I hate you Lucas. Had so much to hide. Hey guys, it's me. The biggest disappointment you know. The kid couldn't hack it. She's back and she's walking real slow. Welcome home. Just breeze.
5: Okay, I have no idea. We're off to a terrible start. What that was? See, there is another way the game could be. What assessed. is he the went to Hell
2: is that? That all, was all I did was just type in just popular theater musicals. Have yeah. mercy,
1: bro. Yeah, I, I, no I, I, that I that gave was. a fair warning. I was expecting like
2: Cats yeah, or like, like
5: Look Wicked or Wicked something.
2: Yeah. or uh, maybe maybe this is a bad first song because I think that I, was yeah, a really think, bad yeah, first song. You know what? Yeah.
5: Let's just call that a humbler yeah, you could say that was so really that neither of us song, can bro. talk too big. You, yeah. you, you sumped us both Yeah, you, the first yeah I
1: was going to say, you, you knocked us down a few pegs. Okay. I kind of okay, hope, hope this keeps going. I kind of hope this keeps going. This
5: is... This, this, this is that really the
2: goal? But that, go ahead. That,
1: that, was, that was pretty bad. But that's, okay. that's, 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 a, that's a goose egg for both of
5: us there right there. A goose egg. The, the,
2: okay. the, the song was called Breathe, and it was from In the Heights.
5: Shoot. Well, Have you heard you know, of In the Heights? Well, In the Heights, of course. Yeah, That did win Best Musicals. Lin-Manuel Miranda. But... It's written by Lin uh, Manuel. It was, Manuel? yeah, he won- oh. that was his first Tony before Hamilton. Oh, but I don't I didn't know, know that, that that song was necessarily the one that people hit would associate song.
1: with it. So there you go, because I've never heard of that. Yeah, musical. it's a major
5: movie coming out uh, later this year.
1: Wow, yeah. Lin Manuel's killing it because he also has Hamilton coming out too. Yeah, yeah, but the, or they're that, about to go into production of mm-hmm. that.
2: Wow, I'll okay. take that first point.
1: Yeah, you okay. can just go. Oh, is that die is? somewhere? I okay. don't know. That's <laughs> his point. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Let's do the next one then. That was terrible.
2: We have we have five we have five left. Oh God! So hopefully it. these five go better. All right. Here we
5: go. Here we go. My own mind, you will never find anyone. Okay. Well, that's that's from Hamilton. Yep. And okay. Um, um.
1: Well, it's from Hamilton. Yeah.
5: And that song is is um, is uh, satisfied.
2: That one is not satisfied.
5: Well, you took that off the remix. Did I? Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> Remix. That's why.
5: That's why it didn't sound familiar at first. It took a little bit of time. Oh no! Yeah, actually, so you know what? Um, I'm gonna give you. What's going no,
1: that, I'm gonna give you that point yeah, that, regardless. That, that, that's from Satisfied.
5: I don't know the name of this. It's called Satisfied? Yeah, that's the name of the song. What did you have?
1: You?
2: I have a list of congratulations.
5: No, that's not from Ham That's from the remix. Oh, Post Malone's congratulations? Yeah. No.
1: Just,
3: just, just congrat- oh, yeah. congratulations.
5: Okay, never mind. All right, so wait, is that one point or two points? We'll just do one. Okay. I, I mean, he had it down differently from the remix, but I mean, that little
1: part the remix. Is, is from I'm going to take his process. word over
2: anything I have. So I've yeah. only,
5: wow, I don't, okay. All right, let's do it. Let's get to it.
4: Okay, oh, uh-uh. oh, yeah, th-
5: that's from Chicago. And, um, you know, that's 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 the little number that they all do. That's what. Okay. It, but, but, you know, but that's there's a name for the number. It, it's, it's 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 OK. You don't have to be you don't have to go rain man on us right now. Def,
1: def, def, definitely definitely. A, He had it coming. <laughs> he had
5: it coming. But he it's had called, it coming. Right, yeah. But it's, it's called the something, you know, like the in, you know, for the, the, the prison something. or. Else, oh, I see know? what you're yeah. saying. Has a special name like but. the prison march
1: or the yeah. prison chant or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, the prison something.
5: anthem. Something like that.
1: Yes. Okay. Well, you still got two points okay. versus zero.
2: I'm, I'm assuming he's right, but the way the, what I, what I had was cell block tango. Yeah, the cell, cell block, tango, block tango. But tango. it's okay. from Chicago. Okay.
1: Yeah. But he said it's from Chicago, so he's got that point regardless. This is sad. It's no, still it's just two zero. Yeah, there's still plenty. But I still well. got a chance. Three and more. I wasn't really that fast with those. It took a second. I, just whatever, Ed Mazeltoff. I guess. Anyway, I, I, I
2: guess the names listed are slightly different, but. I'm just gonna go with whatever he says is right. At this well, point. we're just gonna go by the
5: show that it's from. I okay, think that's yeah, that,
2: that's fair. You can get a bonus point if you Dang.
1: know the song. Yeah, there you go. Okay, let's do it. Oh come on!
5: Well, that's wicked, and that's defying gravity. Yeah, that's what I got. Yeah, so that's two. two I get two for that. I got. Oh,
1: sorry. Too. Yes. Okay. Thank yeah. you. You're, you're watching the. You're watching the pen. I am. He's watching the pen. Whatever. That's that's. Four zero right now. It's it's over. It's, it's over. Basically, it's basically over. Well, well, we got well, more though. We got more. So Couple more. Let me, you know, if it, I'm gonna it, get it, let it me I'm gonna get spanked. Let me get spanked thoroughly. Let's just do it.
2: Oh, right, here we go. Come
0: on.
2: Well, that's also from Hamilton. See, this this is. When you said Satisfied before, this was the Satisfied I had, and the one before is Congratulations.
5: Yeah, but the Congratulations you had is just from the remix. They took a piece of Satisfied and put it in there, but that's the same song. Yeah, Have you're 3,000% right. Yeah. Wow, that's, this, is, this is really bad. I thought I knew musicals. You do. I, I guess you were. You don't beat, know them fast. But the thing is, if you. Wow. I'm, but you know them. This, this is bad. Okay. We'll okay, keep going.
4: Hold on, hon, we're gonna
5: that's,
2: that's You can't. Come on. All that jazz. Yeah, from yeah.
1: Chicago. Yes. Sorry. I mean, no.
5: I had to, I had to take a second. Sheesh.
1: Well, I'm glad
2: you got one on the right, last one. At least one. got one he he was, on the last he was, one. He was, he no, but although
5: my hand was right on top of yours, I, I know just it was, didn't get in fast enough. It was, yeah.
1: Well, that was a very, very, very sloppy on my end. I you, feel like we could have
5: had more. I mean, there were doubles from Hamilton, doubles yeah. from Chicago. You, you, I mean,
2: see, when I was researching these, they didn't list all of them. Didn't you, list what show it was from, so I just saw. Lucas oh, got a little.
5: Lucas got a little lazy, and he he just
1: kind of threw up some 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 tracks. You're watching too much XFL. <laughs> sh- yeah, he was too busy watching Xf- XFL and seeing those interviews on the sidelines and all that good stuff. So, so uh, does yeah, this no. mean
5: you sing a show tune? Because uh, don't you normally oh, when you have lose a game?
1: mercy. If I lose a game, I have to sing a show tune. What's a show tune that I can sing? Well, what is one that you can sing? I mean, you've got wow. a great voice. Oh, no, you've no, no, You've done no, 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 a lot no. of theater. Today is not a day where I'm going to be sounding fantastic. Well, or I but. promise
5: you'll be sounding better than most. Ooh, What's, what's a good musical? Well, oh, yeah. what, what do you what, uh, from the shows you did? Was there any particular song that, uh, or a show that you like, and then I can maybe suggest a song from the show? Uh, well, Jesus Christ Superstar is always good. That's a great one. That's a really hard song. That's a hard show to sing. It is a really hard show to sing. I mean, that's a maybe tough I shouldn't do that. One. Well, I mean, if you can do one from there, I'd love to hear it. That's one of the most vocally challenging shows uh, mm. that you can get. I'm trying to think of something very, very easy. Well, there's nothing you're gonna find from that that's easy. Because, no, I know. And, they're, and they're all long. You'll be singing for a while. Yeah, I know. Which, you know,
1: you know what? We're gonna we'll, we'll 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 discuss it over the, the the commercial break. We do have somebody in in the house. Dan Buffa, film critic. Dan Buffa is in the house. We are gonna have him in here in a little bit. So stick around. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. This is Real Talk from Real St. Louis, streaming live on RealTalkWGNU.com. Hey, welcome, welcome back to The Pascal Show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And of course, everyone who's watching on YouTube and Facebook, we really appreciate it. Linda, thank you, Linda, for sharing this feed. And of course, everybody else who is out there sharing the show, we really do appreciate it. All right, so I lost name that tune. And of course, every loser has to sing on this show regardless if they have singing abilities or not. So I'm gonna go sing a song. And of course it was a musical theater themed game. So I have to sing a song from a musical. So we decided to do a song from Rent. Yes, I said it's from Rent called One Song Glory. Here we go. Oh my gosh, here we go.
3: One song, glory, one song before I go, glory, one song to leave behind. Find one song, one last refrain, glory from the pretty boy front man who wasted opportunity one song he had the world his feet glory in the eyes of a young girl a young girl Find glory beyond the cheap colored lights One song before the sun sets Glory on another empty life Time flies, time dies one blaze of glory, one blaze of glory, glory. Find glory in a song that rings true, truth truth like a blazing flyer, whatever. (laughs) in eternal flame find one
1: song that's all i'm going to do that's it that's it well, that was outstanding. i'm done i'm done this is you kept going. This, i'm done i can i can't, it
4: was
5: hard i, I wasn't warmed up it's, this is me singing I, okay, this like nice completely say, you know that's coming to the fox in just a couple of weeks i think maybe next weekend if i'm not mistaken well and if they if they if the guy gets sick between now and then. <laughs>
6: no,
1: I just need to grow but some I hair. think the show goes He's on. He's the pool player. He says he can't hair. play pool,
6: and then he gets up to the pool table and he clears the, everything off well, the table. Well, I mean, table. but the
5: people who know him know that the guy uh, can sing. I, I
6: appreciate it. That was really good. Well, thanks, good. man. No, oh, no, you know, well, I appreciate on, it. Just take song. it. Just
1: take it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. That was just very. That was good.
6: I like you know.
3: It's like all right. I it. was almost in tears. I don't know I mean, you're right though.
6: You know, no, no prep. No, yeah, no, no prep. but that was pretty good. No, no, no prep,
3: no
5: Giddy Up. I do
6: about instrument. 72 hours of prep, and I wouldn't sound even half no, that good. I, 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 oh, shut be. your mouth. But you would. But anyway, <laughs> that's what you do <laughs> when you lose. <laughs> Name that
1: tune, which
6: I hate losing. <laughs> Thank
5: God I didn't lose.
6: Ah! Well, you know what? Anyway, you lost, and we won. How about right. that?
1: Oh, shut your mouth. Oh, but anyway, we do have somebody very special <laughs> in the house. <laughs> we got film critic Dan Buffer in the house. How you doing, Hello, my brother? Man. thanks. How you doing? What's up? Oh my Gosh,
6: man! I haven't been in this room in a while. This is good. Yeah, and I see I, we have a beam of light. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna jump into that thing it's when I get up there. It's a circle the of life. You know what I mean? It a is. A circle of light. I'm sorry. It a Circle is. of
1: light. You know what I mean? Ma,
3: tu, win beach,
1: Anyway, so uh, so tell me, man. Like first off, thank you for coming through. I know that yeah. you've been really busy with a whole bunch of stuff. I'm too busy. Yeah. I, oh
6: darn. Oh, I'm too busy. I know.
3: I'm so busy. Really, man. it's
6: just that, that whole. Tell me how busy you it's are. It's that whole adulting thing, you know. You have a kid. My yeah. wife keeps bringing pets into the house, so I have to clean up. I'm basically cleaning up pet poop about daily. It's a part-time job. What pet yes. poop? Yeah, she brought in a chihuahua. Oh, oh, dear
1: God. Yeah. So at least it's and small. they you could put yes. pads
6: all over the floor. Yes, it is small, but you know when you in the middle of the night when you go to the bathroom and you don't check the floor. That's what I'm dealing with right now. Yeah, but
5: that's like little tur- tootsie poop. It is. Poop. It, it, okay. it looks like
6: little like unwrapped tootsie rolls. Yeah. It does look
5: like yeah. tootsie rolls.
6: Okay. But it doesn't smell like tootsie rolls though. No, no. it does not. <laughs> so I got,
5: it
1: <laughs> I got two little ones. So I got two little dogs, man. I'm okay. telling you, and it, it, it's 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 terrible. It, it's just, I it's mean, terrible. They say it's like two children.
6: The people that say, yeah, that it's like having kids. I think with certain dogs, it is like having kids. Yeah. Like I have a beagle and I have a chihuahua and I have three cats. The three cats are easy, but the yeah. two dogs are just a handful. So, but yeah, I, I've been I've been doing a lot, man. I'm kind of like you, man. I'm a hustler. You oh know? yeah, you, you got to hustle. I mean, if if you're gonna get like anywhere. In in a, in a world of creatives, you have to like you have to hustle. Yeah, you got to keep yeah. it
1: moving. You got to keep moving. Knock down doors. I mean, I, I literally oh, had yeah. to
6: knock this those two doors down again. I know this, you so. literally yeah. bust that thing I over, did. man.
1: It's not it, it doesn't even close correct now. I'll, I'll fix all that because later. of you. Yeah, all because of you. <laughs> can't even shut the door properly. I can't anymore. even shut the
6: door. The door isn't even closed anymore. What is wrong with you, man? That's it doesn't it. even
1: close anymore. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so I, okay, so first off, congratulations on being on KSDK for film, like, yeah. uh, fil- like c- critiquing film and everything.
6: They actually want to put me on camera, which is very dangerous. Which
1: is wild, man. I mean, the, the, first off, how did, how did that happen? Can you, you tell know, me a little bit about how that happened?
6: You know, back in, I want to say, last summer, so I've been writing for KSTK.com for a while, since about maybe 2015, and then when the Show Me St. Louis associate producer, Lexi Brown, thought about reviewing movies, and she was already on Show Me St. Louis. She told them, well, can we get a movie segment? And then slowly but surely, you know, my guy at KSDK said, well, wait a minute. We have a film critic. You should do it with him. So we did this little thing called His Take, Her Take. And, you know, getting on TV is just – its even when you you know you're going to be on there, they have to clear it with the unions. Mm -hmm. They have to do all kinds of prep. We took a bunch of pictures. No cameras were harmed in the process. Just to let you know. Um, <laughs> and then by October, we, we were on the air, and it's crazy because we get three minutes. And so the show is on; it's only a half an hour show. So you take out commercials, maybe like twenty-five minutes. So we get on there for three minutes, and you know, you know, when you're on the radio, you can elaborate forever on a movie. Oh yeah. Now that I'm on television, like I have like thirty seconds to to give a review of a movie, right. but it's a rush though every time. A light similar to this kind of gets, you know, when, when, when you're on, it, it's a rush. Right, right. Unlike anything else.
1: Now, how often are you doing that over there?
6: You know, we aim for every other week because you, you kind of have, if you're not part of the TV union, you know, you can only be on the air a certain amount of time every month. Yeah. But now we're kind of like, we're trying to fit as much in as we can. Every other week is what we're shooting for. So I went on last week to do uh, the rhythm section with Blake Lively, and now I'm going to go on and do the photograph Which comes out this Friday with with Lakeith Stanfield and Issa Rae, who was on Insecure and HBO. Yeah. So that one looks really good. I'm a big Lakeith Stanfield guy.
4: Oh,
1: okay. Yeah.
6: Because he's kind of, he's slowly going to come on here, and I think he's going to take over Hollywood another year or two.
5: Was he the guy that was just in Uncut Gems? Yes. Yes. He was uh, Adam Sandler's Mm -hmm. kind of
6: his. Yeah, um, I've
5: seen him in a few. And he was in Knives Out. This he, year. Was. He, he was. He was in the, Knives Out. He was
6: kind of like the very you know straightforward cop.
5: Yeah, <laughs> right. no, I agree with you. I think he's gonna be a big star. Yeah, and then he was also no. in really? Sorry
6: to Bother You. Yeah. Yeah, and, just, and get out. Yeah, and, and get, get out. out. Yeah. yeah, no, he's putting so a resume together. he's slowly together, right? coming
1: on. Yeah, I'm curious to see what he does. I'm I'm curious to see what where he, how he expands. Like what kind of actor he's going to be. I don't see him being the actor that's going to be in. The next Voltron or some shit. No, sh- he he seems like that. the you kind of I mean? guy
6: that he's gonna make every role he's in. Even in Knives Out, he's you know he he was a, a character that oh yeah you know who he was. Right. Um, I think he's gonna deal with every movie he's in. He he's gonna find a way to stand out. So when you leave the theater and go, you know the the five people in front of him were great, but he was really good. Yeah. And and you did that in Uncut Gems, which For Adam sure. Sandler just kind of just blew everybody away. But in his scenes where he played the assistant of Adam Sandler's character, kind of like this guy who really doesn't want to be his assistant anymore, mm-hmm. and he's, he's the guy that brings in Kevin Garnett to the, the shop to deal, which, which kicks off the whole movie, you, he really kind of stole all the scenes he was in. For sure.
3: He yeah. does. He's and now a very he's good in this. One. And
6: now he's in this romantic kind of uh, drama. So drama, I'm yeah. That, so now he's in a new, new area. Yeah. New I, genre.
1: And I, well, the thing is, is like he's trying. I feel like they're they're trying to create another Love Jones. Yeah. Type of movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Or like yeah. a love, not a love in basketball, but definitely a Kinda Love like Jones like type, yeah. of, type of movie. So I'm interested to see how good it's going to be. And Issa Rae is starting to blow yeah. up. So she's got this movie. She's got another movie with. I feel feel bad about the 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 guy the Indian actor. Uh, oh, oh, um Oh, I forgot his name. I feel like a jerk now.
6: Camille uh, Nanjiani. Nanjiani. Yeah, thank Nanjiani. you.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So, now the buff that. Camille Nanjiani. Yeah, now he's looking yeah. great. I think now he's, he's from
5: Pakistan. I don't think he's Oh, from I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just just for no, you. No, no, no.
1: Thank no, you No, No, he that
6: he is and I that was Pakistan. using that re- really good comedy the Big Sick. Yeah. Because yeah. when he was trying to right uh, be married to an american woman that his family wanted him to marry they, they were bringing him in wives so that right. was kind of a funny thing <laughs> yeah that's, don't worry that's because Pat, because he would probably make fun of it too you know he'd go oh yeah whatever you know. everyone everyone thinks i'm one yeah. thing but i'm
1: really not you know what i mean but yeah, he's, he's but a, the, she's got that other movie with him as well yeah which, she's coming on really great yeah she's starting to kind of blow up and then hbo this show she
6: kind of makes that she makes that funny you know it's not easy to stay on hbo for a couple seasons you know, because, because yeah, because they just want to shuffle you in, shuffle you out. But she makes that show funny.
1: Yeah, well she's keeping it relevant too, which I, I do I do really appreciate it. But okay, so ooh, You know what? I got a chance to see a movie. I got a chance this, to see a is movie. Is this a rare usually. event? No, this is not no 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 it's not. <laughs> is it rare? This is this is what I do every <laughs> show, almost every other show. That's good. Where I rate where I actually critique a Movie. So okay. it is time for what the hell did I just watch?
3: So has your kids, has
1: your wife, and has your because they're raping anybody out here. What the hell? It's gonna be a no for me, dog. And hey, what the hell did I just watch? Yes! And the movie I just recently saw is called Birds of Prey. Oh. Yes, hold up. Hold your thoughts on it because I got some thoughts on this movie. <laughs> Alright, it's directed by Kathy Yan. It is also, it stars Margot Robbie, Rosie Perez, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, and a whole gang of other people. Now, this, the synopsis on IMDb reads as such. After splitting with the Joker, Harley Quinn joins superheroes Black Canary, Huntress, and Renee Montoya to save a young girl from an evil crime lord. Okay, of course, I forgot to say that Ewan McGregor is in this movie as well. He plays the Black Mask. Now, this movie, I'm gonna say, I'll say this. If you're looking for a movie that is just gonna be entertaining and something to watch, I would definitely go and check this movie out. Now, I'll say this too, though. I was not a fan of this movie whatsoever. One of the reasons was because there was no energy in this movie. I felt like it lacked a lot of energy. There was, The fight sequences were cool, but it seemed like they were a little bit too long, in my personal opinion. They could have wrapped things up a little, bit, a little bit sooner, a little bit faster. Also, the, the premise, the, the plot of the movie seemed a little lackluster, in my personal opinion. I can't really say a whole lot of stuff, but man, this woman can drink some laxatives i'll just say that next thing you (laughs) this little kid dang but one thing that i i really loved is some of the performances i thought ewan mcgregor was really really fantastic i think he did a really great job with the material that he had he had a fun you could tell he had a really good time playing this character all right now margot robbie of course really was the standout person in suicide squad in regards to her portrayal as harley quinn she does it again reprising this role inside of this movie she was I thought she was really great as well all right but there was a few things in regards to the plot and the movie that just seemed a little a little shaky one of them was definitely the plot there was a lot of things that were just kind of missed that were I just feel like there was a lot of scenes that were taken out and just left on the cutting room floor there were moments where i was like is this supposed to be funny or is this not supposed to be funny there was just things where the the tonal the tone was just very off and very strange so when it comes to how many stars i give it i'll say this definitely fun to watch during this season during this time of season because usually the really crappy movies come out around this time of year this one definitely is outside of the crappy realm because there's some movies out there (coughs) cats that you go what is that why (laughs) why did that happen this was definitely better than suicide squad but i don't think that it was that much far that far away from suicide squad all right so i give it a two and three quarters stars Unfortunately, I feel that it could have been a lot more. I think what she did, I think what Margot Robbie did as far as producing this movie, I think she did a really great job. But there is certain things in the movie that just lacked energy. It just seemed like it, it just lacked a lot of energy and it, it lacked focus, I feel. That's what I think on it. But I want to I know from my, my people in the room today, I know that Ed hasn't seen the movie yeah. yet yet. But I know you've seen the movie, yes. Dan, and I would love to hear what you think on it. Like, the, you know, a, a real, honest, <laughs> candid opinion about it. You know, it,
6: it surprised me. I, I, I actually really liked it, and I, I had problems with Suicide Squad. I thought that they, they watered down Dave and Ayer's movie. Mm-hmm. I really want to know what that film looks like before he sent it off to Warner Brothers. But I liked this one a lot. I thought the cast was great. Two people that really stood out to me outside of Margot Robbie and, of course, Ewan McGregor. You're right. This is having a lot of fun playing a bad guy. Yeah. Roman Sionis. I'm going to change always, my name of that. But
1: that's always you <laughs> McGregor. He's, it is. He's always having a it great is. It's, time. It's, in it's any better than when he was plays. half
6: asleep in Doctor Sleep. That that, that right. was just rough. Woo! That was. I heard that was trash. But um, in this one, I really like Rosie Perez. She she hasn't been around for a while. She wow. plays this detective. From the past. Yeah, she plays this detective. It's just really good casting. You know, she Does plays she this detective
5: very loud abrasive voice. She doesn't
6: use it a lot in this no. movie. It's very wow. down to, it's, it's, it's very, very downplayed. Down and yeah. also and she looked great too. Chris Messina playing uh, McGregor's assistant Victor. Yes. His hair this guy is usually has like this dark he looks like like a gap model. Right. But in this yeah. one he's got bleach blonde hair. It's very short. Scars all over his face. He, he cuts, looks really he, disheveled. He cuts people's faces off. Yeah. That's like one of the big things in the movie. But I actually I like the 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 directing by Kathy Yan was great. Christina Hodson wrote it. She wrote that very underrated film Bumblebee last year. Oh. The film that write that righted the the ship for the Transformers movies. But I actually got a real big kick out of this movie. The action was well done. It came off to me like they really brought Harley Quinn's story from the comics to the big screen. It was very colorful. I liked that. I liked the when when it's not it was also kind of light. Not every DC movie has to be so heavy and dreary. Where you have Batman and Superman going Martha at yeah. each other, so it's <laughs> not occupants. Ah, my gosh! Yeah. I'm wearing these hot, big old football pads, and my name's Ben Affleck. Right, <laughs> but the movie—I I, know—I I really liked it. I thought it was an hour and forty-nine minutes, not too fat, not too much. It was quick, and Margot Robbie, who's just she could have really been nominated for two Oscars last night, and she's great. And also, this movie really makes you want to have a breakfast sandwich. No kidding. That's, that's a tease. That's, that's another thing, tease. too.
1: Well, so I'll, I'll, I'll also add on to that. There was... Okay, so Rosie Perez, I agree. I thought she was. it was really yeah. nice to see we an old face. We haven't seen it in a while. It was nice to see a familiar face back up and, and back up and at it. But I feel like the movie should have just been called Harley Quinn. Yeah. Because the Birds of Prey doesn't really happen until the very, very end of it all. So you see all of this stuff and then... Birds of Prey stuff I, happens. I, I do think so,
6: they're, they're trying to build up to that. I think it's more like this is going to be the first film in a few, if it makes money.
1: If it makes money. From my understanding, it's, it, it's made decent money. Yeah. Decent money. The opening money. The weekend was just been disappointing. Dis-
5: a lot of that's this time of year, too. You know, right. You don't open stuff in February if you think it's going to be... Boom! You know, Exactly. But that's it, why you put can, out all. But it can though, because
6: sometimes you can kind of steal that. You, you can kind of you know nobody's wanting to go to the movies. Yes, yeah. Yeah, so he can steal from nobody. In right. A way. So, but
1: that's that, but that's the reason why you put out all these trashy movies yeah. here, yeah. and then you wait for the big spring and summer blockbusters to, to drop during those times. And that's why I was like, oh, there's a reason why it's being dropped right now. Why yeah. is this not a summer movie? Hmm. Think about it. You know you see what I'm saying. So there. But that was one thing. The other part that really drive, drove me nuts as well in the movie. There's a part where. Harley Quinn goes in and and like basically goes in on a goes in on a police department alright and that part I felt like was completely outside of the character of Harley Quinn I feel there was she was using rubber bullets type of things to hurt the cops but not actually shoot the cops that part didn't seem very Harley Quinn to me it felt like alright you don't want to you don't want you don't want the public, you don't want people who are watching this to you don't want backlash. You know, like what happened with Joker, you know. You don't want that that kind of backlash. So let's let's keep it light and fun instead yeah, on of violence. The Joker
5: was a tremendous success and I yeah, Exactly. To then on that.
1: then on top of that, the movies are the movies are a rated R movie. Yeah. So you'd think that she should be able to shoot and shoot these these cops in this with real bullets. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, but they, I, they try to go away from that I, for I kinda whatever think, reason. I,
6: I kind of think in a way she, I think after being with the Joker, I, I think she got to see what, what really sadistic violence can be. I think this is her trying. I think in a way Mark, Mark Harley Quinn is trying to walk that line of being an antihero, but not to be as bad as Roman, yeah. not to be as bad as Joker. I also thought she was trying to not make too much of a mess in order to kind of get in there and infiltrate that police department. and And also, I think she doesn't really have a a problem with those cops. She doesn't want to kill them all, but uh, I do think that she's trying to walk that line of being a, a, a killer, a pure killer, and also maybe just being kind of on outside the law.
4: Mm.
1: I, I Okay. I see what you're saying. I I just felt, it felt a little ah, I'm going to say it. It yeah. felt a little girly. It felt. A little I know, girly. it's kind of good the way and she I'm just like, kept
6: hitting. I mean, those things look I painful, mean, they, by the they way. They
1: looked super painful, and it was really <laughs> colorful and fun, but yeah. I, I felt like it was kind of I'm like, she's supposed to be like yeah. a badass. Sure, like, you know, if you think about her... the
5: first Terminator, he went into the police station, real bullets, and he killed everybody. Yeah, he right. did, and everybody loved it. Yeah,
4: that's right. And Maybe. it made millions. You know oh man, good mean? old nineteen eighty four.
6: Yeah, yeah. yeah. back when nobody was afraid.
1: Then. Yeah, totally different world. But the, but the I'll the other back. thing, the other problem I noticed is that there weren't, there was not one, not one, good guy in that movie. Not one good male figure in that movie at all even no. the one that I can't even I can't spoil it but she even gets backstabbed by one of the people that she trusts and loves the most I feel yes. like it just spoiled it I did kind of <laughs> I did
6: spoil but, but you it but you don't really know bad. it though till you watch the movie Yeah,
1: you, you'll see when you watch the movie and go oh and it was just kind of like like that's what I mean like it just lacked Yeah. to me it just lacked certain things certain themes that just seemed and then it just lacked certain themes that I just was not a big fan yeah. of And, of course, the fight sequences looked really cool, but just seemed like it just... Nice wide shots of this fight choreography and all that, which was really cool, but I just felt like it lacked energy. I just yeah. felt like I was kind of like, wrap it up, B. I wanted to hit yeah. the orchestral music and go, come on, exit stage left. Come on. Yeah. You well,
6: know I, what I mean? I, yeah, I don't know. That's no. I, me. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I felt the energy. And again, I, I just appreciate that it didn't have to be two hours and 25 minutes like all these DC movies are. Right. But um, I don't know. I think the casting, again, not just Margot, not just Mary Elizabeth Wanstead and uh, uh, Julie Sm- so Smollett, I think her name is Smollett oh, yeah. Bell. Yeah, she's great. And um, I don't know. The, the whole movie, it moved well. It had a fast pace. I never really stared at my watch. And I don't know. For for January and February, I this is a movie that kind of really, it, it actually surprised me in how good it was. Because I went in kind of expecting to be kind of flat. Oh, well,
1: it was to me, it was very flat. I watched it. I literally looked at my phone and i you never did. do that I, I looked at my yeah. phone i actually opened up my facebook
4: feed you did you went and into your through my Gosh, feed this movie.
1: that's how bad that's how much it lacked energy in my personal there meat. it is man my girlfriend literally turned to me and she's like put your phone away and i'm like i will in a second and i was just trying to check something i was checking something because i was <laughs> literally checking out of the movie that's how much i didn't Really, it didn't grab me as much as I man, wanted it to grab me.
6: That's the arts for you, know I man. One person likes and one person doesn't, and then we discuss it. Yes. And
1: but this is definitely a movie I would say. You can stream it. I would say stream it. Yeah. Don't don't go to the movie theaters for it. I'm I'm sorry. It's not worth it. Yeah, I this don't is think. probably the
6: first one I, I would tell people to pay for this year, because there hasn't been a lot. <laughs> there hasn't been a lot. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I, I actually was, I liked Bad Boys 3 more than I thought I, I did. That I was, was going fantastic. To, and I also liked The Gentleman with Guy Ritchie because he actually was making those British, you know, gangster comedies again. But this is the first one I think I'd send you to what? To pay for.
1: Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, I say streaming.
6: <laughs> I go. say
1: wait till it goes on to Amazon Prime or, or Netflix, and then you could definitely stream it. This is a movie I feel like you could definitely clean your house and, and check the there screen go, every yeah. once in a while and go, oh, okay, that's what's going on, and <laughs> keep it moving. Seriously, that's that's what I think on that movie. But it was the first pancake. Hopefully the second pancake will be good. We'll see what they do with Harley Quinn and her band of misfits called birds of prey anyway that was what the hell did i just watch we'll be right back with dan buffa and ed herman see you guys in a minute this is the pascal show bye hey we're keeping it real all day on 9 20 a.m and 106.9 fm this is real talk wgnu yes welcome back to the pascal show Thank you guys so much for tuning in on our Facebook and our YouTube. If you didn't know, we are simulca- simul broadcasting simultaneously. What is that? Simul broadcasting? I don't even know why I was just saying, but anyway, it was a, it's a word now. It is put that in your vernacular. That's right. And tell him Break Pascal made it for ya. <laughs> tell him Pascal sent you. Anyway, we are broadcasting simultaneously on Facebook and on YouTube at the same damn time. So anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in, commenting, and being a part of this crazy show called the Pascal Show. Anyway, we are still here with film critic Dan Buffa, and we still have the wonderful Ed Herman in the house. Thank you guys. Oh, of course. Just cut that off right there.
6: Yeah. Wonderful Ed Herman, and play it to yourself every morning you get up, every single day.
1: Right. The fantastic, the amazing. You know what I mean? Like a mantra. Yes, look at yourself in the mirror and say, I'm good enough, smart enough, and gosh darn it, people love me.
5: Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. There, there you, you go. go. So that's, well, yeah. that's what the beard is for. Yeah, yeah. I, I
1: love that you beard, know. though. I love it. I'm love i loving that beard.
6: So anyway, the Oscars. All right. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the Oscars? I watched all the Oscars. Usually every year. It's the it's the one award show I do, But as I point out every year, this is kind of like the world series, the super bowl. This oh, yes. is this is the biggest. This is the one they want to win. But no yes. offense to the, you know, the screen actors guild and the golden globes and the national board of review. This is the one actors and writers and directors want to win. Of course, right. It's the this is the big one. Yeah.
1: Yes, it is the very 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 big big time the ultimate cherry on top yeah. that that basically covers your entire year they of hard work. it can change it.
6: Because then you know when you're an actor and you win that Any movie you want to get, that marketing studio can go, well, we can put Oscar nominated. Oh, yeah. And that just changes the whole marketing. It does. Yeah.
1: It's funny because every single time, like especially the, for example, when they did best original score, right? Yeah. And the Joker won for best original score. The girl goes up and receives the, the Oscar. I'm looking at her and I'm going, man, her price... Just, went, just up went up like sure, five no. times over, and her her Rolodex, like her Rolodex, is about to thicken up so
6: thick now because she won that yeah, Oscar. Yeah, and because you, you know, know those are the two components of that movie that made it great: were Joaquin Phoenix and that score. Because that score just drowned that film in yeah. this ever-growing dread. You knew it was. It wasn't. It right. was just and it, perfectly and it wasn't toned. Theme,
5: it wasn't theme-driven. If somebody said, no. "Sing me the theme to Joker." There's no, it's not like a John Williams thing where you know that melody, you know it right away. It really was a true score. It it was just creating the emotion of the scene. It did,
6: and really, I guess, I mean, it was just it was simplistic stuff too. I mean, she's just a musician who happened to do a a film score, and it's just great, you know, that she's all of a sudden getting thrown into this world. But like you said, her price just went way up because you won. I mean again Everybody knows the Joker But people will now go Oh man I wasn't really Paying attention to the score Now I'm going to go back And listen to it yeah. So everybody's the- going to Buy that soundtrack today Oh yeah And
1: yeah. It, and the other thing is, is I think a lot of people Got really excited Because it was a woman That yeah. won as well Yeah Because I think she was The only woman in that whole, it's yeah, it, in that she whole was thing. It's
5: not a category that you typically see a lot of women. No, there have been female winners before. Oh, in okay, that she was not the first in that, but but it is pretty, it is pretty rare. It's rare, yeah, because yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. I know I knew, I saw everybody kind of get real hyped that it was a woman, they were like clapping even harder. I'm yeah. like, okay, you know, people cool.
6: that didn't like Joker, like, yes, yes,
1: yes, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, let me ask you this what did you think of the hostless? Oscars this it, year.
6: I, I always think unless you have somebody you really want and you can get them ready, like in October, November, I, I don't like when they force a host. You know, like I, I think Kevin Hart would have been great. I even campaigned for The Rock to do it because he's just so funny. But if you don't have somebody that the can get Rock. prepped and can get really ready for it, you know, it's just basically presenters and they all get a chance to kind of have those four or five minutes of fame. So I, I like it especially. If it's huh. if it if, you know like I, I thought Ellen DeGeneres did a great job. She was she's always great like, though. Like when she like when everybody brought in pizza and they're eating pizza in the middle of the Oscars. That was all really these smart. very you know diet trained stars are going. Wait, I can have pizza tonight.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh man. You know, I'm, I'm, working getting, on that. I'm getting ready for that big Marvel movie. They get
6: texting their agent going, Don't you take one bite you. of that pizza. It better be gluten free, son. It better be. <laughs> did Soak you feel, the grease off that slice.
5: Did you feel that <laughs> the Oscars last night were, were lacking a little bit for major stars? It seemed like in the front row, you had Tom Hanks and you and you had Brad Pitt and Leo. Yeah. They were all nominated. Yeah. But you didn't really have I, know, I mean De Niro was there yeah. and, and Pacino, so you had a little Hollywood royalty. But beyond that. It didn't seem like it was really deep yeah. with all of the stars it was that pretty good. You come had come out. You the had Oscars.
6: Leo on one end, you had Bradley Cooper on the other. And Bradley was there as a producer for Joker, yeah, who yeah. supposedly he played a big part in getting that movie made. Well, it's it crazy, makes sense, right? You
5: know, he's, got, he's, he's been nominated for Best Producer two other times. Yeah, yeah. So he's got really more producing experience and also, than Todd Phillips.
6: It, it does, and really Todd Phillips was the one that really helped him. Get his career going with, with the, Hangover. the Hangover, because yeah. he was the real big takeaway from the Hangover movies. Yeah.
5: Well, yeah, uh, he was as far as a leading man, but yeah. I mean, Zach Galifianakis, Zach Galifianakis, break yeah. out there too. But you know what? That's eight nominations now for Bradley Cooper. Yeah, total. Yeah, which is. Well, did you ever see that coming? No, no. Like four for acting. And back three back for when he was playing the the, and the bully in Wedding Crashers. Yeah. I mean, I when he, I saw him in Wedding Crashers, I thought, well, this guy's a Zach. douche, and he was such a douche. <laughs> yeah, but. Now, everybody loves him. Everyone. He's really talented. But he's always played the douche.
1: He's always played the jerk. There's all these other. There's other movies that he's played. And also, he he the was jerk, the best friend. Which is amazing.
6: He was Jim Carrey's best friend. And yes, man, he yes, was he was McConaughey's best friend. in failure to launch. Yes, and he it was. took him a
5: while to sort of it become does, his yeah. own guy. But it, let
6: me tell you, he's good. It did. I mean, how many can play a guy with bipolar disorder and silver linings? Yeah. He could play. Uh, I loved him in American Hustle, but, and a supporting yeah. role there. And also the American Sniper, Perm Tear, playing oh, Chris
5: and, Kyle, and, and Star is Born. It was wonderful. Hey, yeah.
1: and then do the voice of the raccoon. Yeah. I mean Rocky the guys, the, guys, the guy's
5: killing it yeah he is killing he's it. got some talent let me he's ask you a question since we have you and you're an expert if you don't mind me I'll oh go. sure go ahead do you expert feel, quotation and, and this marks is not around to it. take anything away from Parasite because I thought Parasite yeah. was a terrific movie yeah sure but do you feel that in recent years with all of these other award shows being televised now because now the critics choice is televised yeah and, they're and all getting all of there. these are coming you feel that sometimes the Oscars feels a little bit more pressure to pick a different winner for best pitcher just just so there is a distinction because, you know, 1917 won the PGA, you know, the Producers Guild Award. It did, yeah. And it won the, the Directors Guild Award for Sam Mendes. And, you know, those have historically been the b- biggest precursor to the Oscar. It was almost mm-hmm. a given. Do you, do you think that there's a little push there to just be different
6: than the other awards? You know, I think with Parasite, this was a movie that everybody... That's a good question. Everybody in the industry loved that movie. And I think that... It was stealing some awards. It was stealing some of the best picture awards. It was it was either 1917 or Parasite, with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood kind of getting in there a little bit. I think with this movie, it just grew steam and power as the year went on. Do I think they feel pressure? I think they feel pressure, just to make to be more you know, uh, gender neutral, uh, gender equality as far as getting all the female. You know, I mean, no no female directors were nominated this year. There wasn't a lot of. Uh, you know the the, the African American nominees. I thought Sterling K. Brown was great in Waves, but I, I think as far as Parasite, yep. I think everybody just really liked this movie. I thought it was good. I, I I need to watch it again. I didn't love it. I also didn't love 1917. Really, but, but uh, I,
5: I've heard so many great things I about 1917. Was visually spectacular. That's, why it, it won. It was, That's it, why it won
1: right. C- Best sim- C- C- Cinematography. It was a little
5: It was and a little visual. tone deaf, though, it just was a, little, a little bit. And it was a little light on story. I mean, it, it was, was just the classic.
6: Very simple.
5: What Hitchcock would have called the MacGuffin, just this is the thing that sets yeah. it in motion.
6: Here's your mission. Two guys. Go do your mission. Yeah, right. but with Parasite, I think people in the in the industry just love that movie. I mean, Quentin Tarantino loved it. Everybody pushed it. And, uh, you know, I think as far as giving speeches, Bong Joon Ho was just great because he actually looked over at Scorsese and said, Hey, you know, I remember reading your stuff when I was a film student. Yeah. And then he, he told Todd Phillips, Can I chop this into five pieces? And I think he yeah. really meant it. Some guys just say that stuff. but well, I, he
5: doesn't have, you know, he won three of them last year himself.
6: And, and I thought that when Alfonso so Caron he won it, he, I thought when he won for Roma, when he won best director and best screenplay he he and, and it won best foreign film as it was called foreign film at that time i thought that man maybe, maybe you know this guy's gonna pull it off this guy's gonna do all of them again as far as quality i thought it was even very good but it was a strong year but i think as far as feeling pressure i don't think there was pressure i think this movie just was unstoppable
5: well and you know what, what i found out last year when when cuaron won for roma that when you win uh, the old category best foreign language film yeah. this year, it's best international. You're film. You're out of the best picture. Well, no, no, yeah. yeah, but you know, you don't win the award; the country does. So, like, yeah. if you look up uh, for Bong last night, technically he won four. He did, yeah, he but did. but he doesn't get credit for the best international film, even though it's his movie. Yeah, he wrote it, directed it, and produced it. He doesn't get that he Oscar. Cooked the food. Officially, the Oscar belongs to <laughs> South Korea.
6: Now I don't know where they keep it. I don't no, know where I mean, to keep that award. It's just I mean I think yeah, yeah I think there's just some movies but another movie that, that was just beloved that I thought it was okay was No Country for Old Men. I love that movie. I I, I thought I thought it was first half of the movie was great but then something happened halfway really? through and I was I, like what is going on? I just on? rewatched that this I, weekend
5: actually because it was on cable. I love that movie. I feel yeah.
1: but see I feel the same thing about Shape of Water. I'm really sorry, but I feel the same thing yeah. about Shape of Water. It was like, okay, wins Best Picture? The whole nine. I go see it myself, because I hadn't seen it yet. Yeah. And I watch it, and I'm like, this is what won Best Picture? Hey, you know what, I, I really? Think,
5: you know what it is, here is? Here's what it is. You know how they judge diving, like at the Olympics? Sure. Yeah. It's execution, but it's also degree of difficulty. And I think with a movie like Shape of Water, you know, it, it gets a lot of points for the degree of difficulty, because you're like, let's have a love story here. Where she is a mute, so she can't speak. Yeah. And he's a fish, so he can't speak. Yeah. And and how are we going to tell this entire love story when the two of them can't even talk? Right. And then, of course, that amazing scene where the room is filled with water and they are in it together. So I I think for that, it was really just they went for something so ambitious Mm -hmm. that even if it wasn't maybe as enjoyable to watch as some of the other pictures up that year. it it won because it it executed a a degree of difficulty. Yeah, and see also
6: I see see one film that that I I wrote about I wrote about yesterday that I thought they really executed difficulty in making was Uncut Gems because you had the Safdie brothers who made Adam Sandler kind of a the anti-hero, but he—they made Adam Sandler be something he's never been before.
5: Well, okay, no, yet, no, no, no. He, Hold that on. part seemed very
6: natural. Well, for him. so yeah, exactly. See, for me, but I, I, I think it was was different. It was different, to, to it was me, different but he—he
5: he, he didn't feel like he was acting. I'm sorry.
6: He no, just it's felt okay. Very natural. No,
1: no, no. So the, the thing is, is like when you guys talk about that. Okay, Adam Sandler, I, I don't agree with you. I'm so sorry, Dan. Yeah. Because the thing is, is that a lot of his movies, he's playing that kind of character. It, it's just less, less. Mm, what's the word? Less.
4: Uh, Maniac, uh, sticky,
1: uh, uh, sticky, no, yeah. no, or less, uh, uh, uh grimy, less yeah. grimy. It's like every other character that he's ever played is pretty much that character. You know what I'm saying? It's like, ah,
5: yeah. I, I don't
1: know. Let I catch you, catch you, You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like the character, just the way that, like that he
6: moved, and the way that 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 you, he was not a good guy, but you still really cared about. Still, him. That was, had, we're that for him. was him. the
5: challenge to that part, and that's why the performance was that good. Because honestly. It's very hard to think of any other actor, yeah, that could have played because he's not a likable character he's at not. all. Yeah, and he yet, betrays and that, so many people. Yeah, and yet you you never stop liking him throughout the film.
6: Yeah. And for me, it was like you I kept I, rooting for him. Yeah. the reason that the very when end, when I compared it to, it was, I compared it to Denzel in Training Day. This is a guy that's Whoa. doing so many bad things. You know, he leaves Ethan Hawke's character with though that that Mexican right. cartel crew. Yeah, he knows he's going to die, and it just he just saves himself, but he's so charismatic you could
5: not keep your eyes off He of
1: could anything. not he was up he until the a, very uh, end
5: unbelievable yeah,
1: performance I, I, in that th- but that's that's a that's a film uncut gems that i thought could have been put in there they they could have won something or they could the have at least been they could have at least it, been they could have at least been nominated for something at least for like the sound sound part, editing the no, no, was, even just editing sound editing the whole night i mean there's yeah. so much chaos going on throughout that whole thing so i wonder i wonder how they cut I called together. that movie
6: a cinematic Red Bull, because when you sat yeah. down from the yeah. minute it started to the minute and you're like, OK, I, I need like a shower, a cigarette and a, and a bowl of pancakes yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> just to calm a down. A bowl of pancakes. Yeah. Chop that stuff up yeah, and throw, throw it in a it bowl. In the, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what's wrong? I just I watched. I can't even describe it. Leave me alone. Yeah.
1: It's some weird <laughs> stuff, man. I'm telling and you. It's
6: funny because that movie, the guy who played one of the henchmen, the Safies found him in the subway. The guy who played Phil. The big, tall guy that kept oh, beating that right? up. Yeah, that was his oh, first yeah. movie. And uh, and his mistress, Julia Fox, that was her first movie. So they, they she employed was all these. And and Adina Menzel, who she thanked them, just thank you for giving me a role I didn't have to sing. She played no, Adam Sandler's yeah, yeah. wife.
1: Yeah, and she was really great in that movie, she too. Everybody great. did a really great or job in that fake movie. she fake-punched him. But that,
6: that was just like, whoa, man. Even I jumped in the theater. That was pretty good.
1: Yeah, no, but that's the thing. Like That movie, I felt like, could have been nominated yeah. for a few things. But that's the thing. I feel like there's a lot of movies I'll that you, this year that could have been nominated for What really for... got overlooked
5: was Dolomite Thanks. is my name. Yeah, me too. I thought was ah, terrific. No! And ha- I mean, no! Listen, Wesley Snipes. I love that movie. I love no! Wesley. No. Let me tell you, it was one of my favorite movies of the year. And let me tell you what it really... That's, e- that's even upsetting. If, even if you didn't get along with Eddie Murphy <laughs> being <sorry>. nominated <laughs> or Wesley Snipes. But how how does Ruth Carter or was it, did she do the costumes? I think yeah, she did yes, yeah. she did. How does how do the costumes from that movie not get recognized by the Academy? I mean, that was a. I just
6: love the part where he's in that action scene. He tells the guy, "Is there any moment where he actually kicks like you no? Know, like what kind of plant is this man on?" I just so you was you was didn't like the movie. No no no. So I I, I like the movie,
1: but I didn't think it was Oscar nominated, Oscar worthy. I'll say this. I will say I'll say why. Yeah. Hold on. I'll say Let why. Hear it. The reason why is because I felt like it was this very it felt like a streamable movie. It was not like that it, it just did not have that Hollywood that that film type of Feel to it. It just didn't have the things that Does I feel like it needed in the background to make it feel like a Hollywood movie. I, I have think a you might have
5: felt different if you saw it on the big screen.
6: Yeah, and, and I also want to say, did it? Did that? Did the fact that it was on Netflix? Did that kind of make it easier for you to no. go? It did no okay, because, because, like for example, these movies can fall prey to that.
1: For example, you see something like I, The Irishman. I watched it. In, I streamed it. I watched it on Netflix. Now I can see why it was being nominated for all the stuff that it had in there: yeah, the acting, the directing. It's just a really it's, it's, it's a decent enough yeah. movie For it to be nominated for something Now, when it comes to dolomite Is My Name That had so much potential to be something So much bigger than what it was I felt like it was a little it? bit Twice Oh, he I didn't watch it, it twice. He watched it twice. I gave it, say, I gave it a shot. No, no, no. I gave I it a second. It twice, I gave it another yeah. watch because I wanted to see if I was losing my mind. And I watched it again, and I'm like, no, I still feel the same way. I feel like yes, Eddie Murphy does a decent, de- decent job. But at the same time, I feel like it was just kind of like a paint by numbers movie. Uh, yeah, uh, felt interesting. Like it felt like a paint by numbers movie of a kind of like a feel good type of yeah. thing where you're like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna go get up and make that movie I've always wanted to make. I think make. it kind of helped you. It. See what I'm saying. I, I didn't but know a thing also, about that guy either. Also, I've. Also Also, seen another movie that was exactly, almost exactly the same thing. Mario Van Peebles did a movie called "Badass," which was a recreation of his a biopic of his father's movie uh, "Sweetback's Badass" song. Right, so it felt like that movie all over again. Mm -hmm. So I felt like I was like, I've already seen this movie before. I've already Um, seen this because you asked about.
6: Have you watched it? um, Once, I mean, here's a crazy thing about "Once Upon a Time in Hollywood." The first time I watched it, I saw it at a screening. I, I thought it was good, but I didn't love it. And then, since I have a friend that works at a theater mm-hmm. and the theater people, they'll play the movie a couple of days before, because they have to make sure it, it's going to play right. I watched it again. I watched that movie twice inside of seven hours. Wow. I watched a three-hour movie, and when I left it the second time, I thought it was it was fantastic. Right. That movie, I've watched it like six
5: or seven times already. It's just every time things, you pick up something, you do. It's it's it's, yeah. it's it's really rich, and and I think in any other year, and maybe if it had come out closer to Oscar season, yeah. it would have helped. Because to me, like Roma, the authenticity of that, you felt like you were in nineteen seventy one Mexico. Yeah. This was sorta of like that for me for Hollywood nineteen sixty nine. I felt when I left I thought the yeah. two biggest stars of the movie were Hollywood and nineteen sixty nine. Yeah. And then only after watching a couple more times did I really and then, fully appreciate yeah, because, how great Brad you know, Pitt was.
6: You, you, and you get to see how great Leonardo DiCaprio is because he yeah. plays a character that's all over the place. He's this former TV star who's yeah. seen his life, kind of his career, just go down the drain. Mm-hmm. And he, especially when he plays that cowboy, yeah. uh, oh, uh, it, that scene was really scene,
1: great. Yeah. But the thing is, is I don't think he was. I don't think. I knew for a fact that he was not going to win the Oscar for that, that movie, movie. Yeah, for that movie at all. The, just Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Now Brad Pitt, obviously, because he yeah. was everything in that movie. And also know? Brad but I
6: Pitt yeah. giving a shout out to the stunt guys last night was nice great move. because was because because, because I am a, a guy who thinks that there should be a stunt you know stunt coordinator. Well, you know, I Denver agree category. with that. At the SAGs now. Because they be, added that to the SAGs. Yeah, the stunt, because without. Without the stunt crew and John Wick, that movie loses half its power. Because I mean, right. it's so authentic the way they do it.
1: Yeah, it, 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 that's the thing. I was going to say that too. John John Wick, for at least for at least the first movie. Let's just start with that one. The, st- the stunt choreography, just the stunt work in that movie was so amazing. And obviously, they've just kept
6: pushing the envelope yeah. and
1: keep on just going as far as they can, as far it's as just stunts cool go, when they, even into the third one. You know,
6: when they pull the camera back and see in some action movies, they speed up the scene. Yeah. But you can tell that's just Keanu and this, and, 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 and they, him and Common are just beating each other up. Oh, yeah. And, and, they're, and he's flipping him and then he's flipping him. And it's not like sped up. It's just two guys on a street fighting. Getting into a tussle. And then they have going a dr- Together, to that's yep. the best part that about best it. Best part of the, the yeah, class in the, that the movie. class. Together. Oh man, it's <laughs> he goes, so good. Is it still bourbon neat? Yes, yes it still is.
1: Yes. Yes, it is. Anyway, we got to go to a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. What's up, y'all? You're on WGNU 920 AM and 106.9 FM. Real talk for real St. Louis. Welcome, welcome back. It's the Pascal Show. Let's get into it. All right. We are here still with film critic Dan Buffa. You know, our brother Ed Herman had to go off. You know, he had to go save some people, save the world, <laughs> get get people into some cereal and ice cream. on. And all that stuff. Be sure to check out Ed Versus because it's a fantastic uh, Facebook and YouTube channel. It's really great stuff. He's really, really funny and he comes up with some really great concoctions. And he has his thoughts on a lot of great stuff in regards to airplane etiquette to concert going etiquette to movie Going etiquette It's some really great stuff go he talk talks about, about it. his
6: stuff Nobody wants to talk about But we need to talk about it
1: But we need to talk about it yeah, He's like important. And another thing yeah. And another thing
3: And hold on Hold
1: on And another thing Anyway We were just talking about Everything All Oscars All Oscar talk right now Because that's what happened last night Some really great things happened But there were some things That I was kind of like But but why though So this is the conversation That we're having Lord Dern won Best Supporting Actress And I gotta ask Why though But why, though?
6: You know... I don't get it. You know, I watched that movie...
1: So many other actors, actresses in there that were so good, and she got the Oscar.
6: I thought it just the way that she really convinced me that she was that lawyer. I mean, from the very first scene, when she's meeting with Scarlett Johansson's character, and she's giving her, like, you know, these little cookies, and she's telling her to sit down, and... And then she's saying, well, we have to take everything. And and then in the debate scene where they're sitting down at the table with Adam Driver and Alan Alda, who is just overmatched in that movie, his character, I just thought, man, it, I, I don't want to face this girl down if something goes wrong with my marriage. Because she's just going to take everything. She convinced me she was that character. And I think... What uh, what uh, good old Ed said during the break. I do think that the voters were kind of like, well, we're not going to give Noah for writing or directing. We're not going to give Adam Driver for acting or Scarlett. So let's push all of our weight towards Laura Dern. Even though I kind of thought I was wrestling up until even last night with her Scarlett Johansson, who plays the mother of the young boy, right, in, in Jojo Rabbit, and she has far less scenes, and she really just, you know, makes a mark on you in that movie playing this. German mother who was hiding, you know, who's hiding a Jewish girl in her house during the height of World War 2.
1: Yeah, I you know, I haven't seen Jojo Rabbit personally. It's something else. Had, and I heard it's something else.
6: It's just uh, uh Taika Waititi who just goes, "You know, I'm going to make a I'm going to get this book about a kid having an imaginary friend who is Adolf Hitler." Yeah. I'm going to make it a movie. That's normal. But yeah, I tell you he he did he, he he succeeded. It wasn't easy, but this guy also gave Thor a sense of humor in Thor Ragnarok. So he's definitely got a way with making something you go there's no comedy there he finds comedy in it
4: yeah
1: you know it's it's interesting that he did the angle that he did in 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 regards to jojo rabbit yeah of course trying to find the comedy within the holocaust i mean
6: really one of the worst guys ever
1: one of the worst guys, but ever. he finds so.
6: he finds a way to go. I'm going to make this guy the internal voice of a young German kid. Right. And I, I'm going to make it work too. And of course, when he plays the guy, he, he plays, plays the it, guy. Yeah. Then he can control it a little bit.
1: Yeah. From, you know. He can actually. Uh, yeah. He can control the the, yeah. the angle and the message yeah. that he's trying to. Nobody's get gonna mess it in up. this particular movie. <laughs> but it, you know. It, it, but that's the thing. Laura Dern. I thought she was. I thought she was really good in the movie. Yeah. You know? But at the same time, you look at somebody like Adam Driver. Adam Driver was also another actor that just came in and slayed. That Marriage story movie as well. We were just talking about that before we went into, before we came he back a great from our commercial year. break. And but the thing is, yeah, he had a really great year. But the thing is, is and he really gets to show off his acting chops in that movie. Like when but he sings
6: in that one scene.
1: Yeah, being alive. Yeah, the, but there was. I want to see
6: you and Adam Driver whole, have a sing-off. Oh, I want to see it. That's see, it.
1: See if I did that, he'd look behind
6: the board. Get him on the phone. He, he has Adam Driver. Yeah, number. he's got
1: Adam Driver's number. <laughs> but he, you know, the thing is, the only difference is that Adam Driver would stand up and walk away if I tried to make him do sing a song. That's with the way he
6: locked that door. Is it, yeah, yeah, you're going nowhere. Are, are, you already are, broke it, though. Are, are we put Laura Dern in front of it? Exactly. Because in that movie he was terrified of Laura Dern's yeah, character? But
1: she, I mean, from my from my understanding, that well, that's why I was kind of wondering why she got the oscar for her portrayal because i feel like and then that's the other thing you had scarlet joe scarlet joe scar joe nominated for two yeah, academy so awards and she didn't got she didn't get not nothing no
6: she got nothing and and really oh. I, I actually i was wrestling between her and, and renee zellweger who i thought was good as she made judy what it was but even Ooh. i was going to give Scarlett. For Marriage Story, because she was playing, she had a less flashy role in Marriage Story. You know, Adam Driver kind of had the juice in that script. He he was playing the guy who really was just so, he was so dedicated to himself that, yeah, he, he kind of didn't really, you know, he didn't really acknowledge his wife enough, and it was slowly coming apart. But I thought ScarJo was so good in that scene where... She's detailing what went wrong to lawyer Dern, and she's moving around the room. Right. She's getting like a Kleenex. She's eating cookies, and it's just like that's just acting right there. That's yeah. where you take a scene and you go, "Okay, I'm gonna take it off the page, and I'm gonna make it what he wants it to be in this right. scene." It was very Woody Allen esque yeah. in a way.
1: But the thing is, is that I I, I was a little bit surprised that Renee Zell- Zellweger won. But we did have a conversation on the show last Thursday where mm. we had a conversation in regards to who did I think was going to win or who would be kind of neck and neck and so yeah. I said I said two different people I said Renee Zellweger because for all best actress all right yeah, all leading role in, a, in a, for actress right so I, it was Charlize Theron and Renee Zellweger it was between mm-hmm. those two and I said there was two different reasons this is how you do it in this world it's all about externals mm-hmm. and so when it comes to actors it, it, there's externals that actors have so Externals are basically like, for example, they both, both actresses had externals. They were just two completely different things. Now, for example, Charlize had actual physical externals going on. She had makeup nose chin she all that stuff like megan she kelly. looked exactly like her and also she had another external she had to have her voice she had to have her accent she had to have her vernacular the way she speaks her 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 timbre the whole thing addiction their diction the whole nine she had it down pat she slayed i felt i forgot that it was charlie's and, yeah, and i thought it literally was megan kelly then you look at renee zellweger her externals are this she had to basically embody Judy Garland. She had to sing like her or at least at least perform like her. I yes. don't know if she actually sang she the music. She did sing. She did she sing. Did sing. Yeah. Oh, wow. So she even sang the pieces. So she performed like her, sang like her, danced like her, looked like her the whole nine. So I said, OK, you got two performances that were that are pretty solid. Arguably solid performances. So you got these two people doing their thing with these externals. Yeah. Nowadays, at least in Hollywood, you either have to, like the reason why Charlize Theron won for Monster was because she put on a whole bunch of weight. She got herself she really. nothing like Charlize Theron. She looked hair. nothing like herself. Nothing. So she was, and she fully embodied. The, the real-life character, the real-life person that she was embodying, that's why she won the Oscar. Same thing with Judy Garland and, and Renee Zellweger. She embodied that person. Now, she didn't put on a whole bunch of weight or anything crazy like that. But she like looked that, like so she, played, she was decaying, you know? She played that part yeah. so well, that's why she won. Or that's why I felt like those two people... Charlize and Renee were neck and neck in regards to winning the Oscar this particular year. But were, yeah. I'll say this: I was very surprised that Renee won because I awesome. literally was like, when they were pulling out the the envelope and they said, "Hey, and the the the, the Oscar goes to," I was like, "All right, Charlize." Yeah. And they go, "Renee." I'm like, yeah. "What?" Like, well, I mean, the thing wow. is about Renee:
6: she had been winning. I mean, she she won a lot of the awards, so I thought she was going to win. And I thought that when, when, when I was really surprised at her. I know she's fr- she's from Kentucky, man, but. I didn't know she had that accent. She had a thick accent. When she was like, Yao was so good. I was like, whoa, you're you're supposed to sound like very innocent like Renee Zoe. I don't know. I guess I never heard her really talk before, but I don't know. She really, in a movie like Judy, I think she, without her, that movie just falls apart. In Bombshell, she Charlize was so well supported Margot Robbie and Nicole Kidman, and even John Lithgow playing John Roger Lico Ailes was yeah. so much better than Russell Crowe I'm, and his bat suit I'm surprised that,
1: yeah no kidding I agree with that too but I'm surprised <laughs> that he didn't get nominated
6: I think it was so packed because you had two guys from the Irishman yeah. Brad Pitt I mean even Tom Hanks and you know it was just again, it was really good year. So I, but, I, I thought when the nominations came out, I was like, Man, this is gonna be hard for these people to choose. But
1: you also gotta remember even 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 when he did his performance, John Lithgow, he still sounded like John Lithgow. So it wasn't like you know, he's talking like this and you know, he's talking what how he speaks, yeah. you know what I mean? So it wasn't very like the bad
6: guy from Cliffhanger.
1: Yeah, you know what I, yeah, <laughs> man, you know what I'm saying? So it wasn't Tear like sliced alone. It wasn't like he was sounding exactly no. like him. He no. was just in a fat suit, playing the part. That's where maybe Russell uh, Crowe,
6: his voice was good. Maybe you combine those two. Oh, his his voice was really good. Yeah. in that. and I was like, man. But I just saw. I, I just the saw. This, uh, the, Gladiator the series was just not that good. Eating eat a bunch of donuts. That's basically. I saw Gladiator eat a bunch of donuts. Yeah, no kidding. And he became Roger Ailes. It's like, what happened to you, Gladiator? <laughs> Are you not entertained? <laughs>
1: Are <laughs> you not? You, you are attained. now. You yeah, are now with some donuts. That that sounds fire, actually, right now. It does, doesn't <laughs> it? Sound good right that's now? it. That's what I did. But you know, it, it, but that's the thing. Like him, I felt like it was interesting that he didn't get at least a not a, a, a little a nod, bit. yeah, towards a nom towards his in his direction. But then that's the one thing that sucks about the Irishman is that there were so many. So many people in that movie great
6: performances All
1: great performances But at the same time It's like dang Not not one of them got not nothing
6: No They got nothing Irishman
1: got zero
6: They got zero That's another film That kind of just died
1: The VFX Not even VFX They didn't get not. It got nothing. nothing.
6: It got I'm nothing. like, dang, Poor man. They, they have two rows of people, but they got nobody got to walk up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was very it was very upsetting. Yeah. What he needs. You see, that's, that's the thing. Martin Scorsese, I'm a huge fan, of course, who isn't a big fan of him. He's really, really great. He's very, very ta- talented. But at the same time, what he needs to do is do another Departed, period. Yeah. He needs to do Let's another do Departed-type movie, yeah. and he'll be all right. I think it's because the movie was just too long. Yeah, Sorry I, I to say it and, like that, and,
6: and, and I really think people see. I, I didn't have a problem with the de aging. I thought there was only one part of the movie where I thought the de aging was a little bit too much. Is when they go back to when he's in the war, right? And he's shooting the two guys above the grave. That's when I was like, "That's video game De Niro. That's a little bit too much." But everything right. else in the movie was great. They did a good job. Grand Theft Auto De Niro. Yeah, it was like, "Whoa, man! His face is over here, and his you know the, the most other part of his face is over here." But um, I thought the whole movie worked, but I think people, they didn't really jump on the de-aging train. And then you also, like you said, the length. I mean, if you're going to have that, that big length of a movie, you got to make it work. And I think that movie right. got a lot of steam early on. I loved it the first time I watched it. I watched it again, but it just lost steam, man. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
1: I had to, personally on that movie, I had to watch it. I had to take a break. In sections. I had to watch it in sections you know? because it was just so dang long. I'm like,
6: bruh. It was. Come on. And it covers a lot of time, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it... <sighs> uh, like I said, I, I'm a huge Scorsese fan, but I would just... I would kill to see Scorsese do something. I know he's done some other, like, different movies and not everything. Sc-
6: not something unusual.
1: That that, like, not... A gangster movie, yeah, just just
6: for once. Let's see if he did something like that. You know what I'm saying? Want to see maybe Scorsese do a romantic comedy?
1: I would kill to <laughs> see that.
6: I just want to see if it worked Scorsese- really well.
1: Scorsese doing a romantic comedy would be the most dark, messed up, yeah, story of all time. Get
6: Adam Driver too, just so you have that that, that 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 good class, the guy who's done that stuff before, and he could be funny too. And I think, yes, you could probably kill somebody. He has to kill somebody in this movie. So, But, yeah, to see him go in a different genre would be interesting.
1: That would be interesting to see now. Now I'm thinking about it. Now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, ooh.
6: Get the girl. Scorsese. Get, like, um, get, get Adam Driver and then Cynthia Erivo to play the girl. And so you have a, a multiracial relationship. It's kind of challenging. Scorsese would love that. He needs a challenge. You can't just do romantic comedy. He has to have... Are you
1: sure he's doing a challenge? Yeah. Like, think about it. Yeah. He's doing Irishman, which basically is another Goodfellas, which yeah. is like... You know what I'm saying? Like, he's done a bunch it, it's of movies that Goodfellas, are like another good, it's Goodfellas. It's
6: like Goodfellas looking back on their life of, of, of regret and violence. But yeah, just to do a movie with some inspired casting in a different genre would be... That'd be something like people they go, like, okay, what, what can he not do? If he did that, they wouldn't be able to say that.
1: Ah, you know...
6: Martin, if you're listening, yeah, no kidding, Scorsese. I know right now, moderate Hey, up all night. You know, you're, you're, you're well, a lot of partying. You know, he probably went to bed at like 11. No kidding. <laughs> but if like, you're up I'm listening to the, the show, home. we have given you your, your new task. After your other nine projects, you just can slide this one in. Yeah, do a do a romantic comedy. Yeah, man, do it and get like, get and be, get inspired with the casting. You know, maybe. get some different people
3: or
1: or maybe redo I Love You to Death. Yeah. Remember that movie?
6: Yeah, I remember that. Yeah.
1: That's a spicy meatball. That's right. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It can I, work. It's
6: Italian. It's Italian. There's murder. There's death in the title. There's death. So that basically checks off two boxes so you, right there. So
1: you can do another crimson titled You can movie. fit a
6: Rolling Stones song into it, but you have to. Oh, yeah. yeah there you go.
1: You can do it. You he, he, he can make it work. You can't have a Scorsese movie without some Rolling <laughs> without Stones. Gimme Shelter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Every no movie. No Every movie.
6: Every movie. Holy I, I, I think he just calls Mick and Mick this goes, right, yep, Liner! I know. He, he just
1: doesn't c- shout away. Every single, you're right, every
6: movie. He doesn't even get the line out. He just goes, hey, uh, and Mick this goes, yeah, you can use it.
1: Go ahead. He's <laughs> 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 like, you're making, you're making us Go relevant, ahead. love. Go man, ahead. Ryan. Man. You know yeah. what I mean? But every movie. It's so crazy. Every, uh, the opening, you know, is like, eh, this is the story of my life. That's right. You know right. what I mean? If I told you if this this really happened, you wouldn't believe me. Freeze frame, because you
5: better
1: (laughs) (laughs) every every (laughs) Scorsese movie. Back in time we go. And back in time, yeah. Back in the day, you know, it's it's, man, that's crazy. Today was the first day of the rest of my life. That's right. On the, uh, back in Yonkers. Hey. You know, it's like, eh,
3: eh. and
1: everyone gets he- shot in the <laughs> head.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> it's just ten minutes later, you're like, "What happened? What, what just happened here?" The montage.
3: What? All
6: that stuff happened. Okay, now what? Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> but yeah, he, he, if he can switch it up, that'd be good.
1: Oh man, you know, I would love to see that. You know what I mean? I'll be. We got to go into a quick commercial break. We're here with Dan Buffa. This is the Pascal Show. See you guys in a minute. Bye. This is Real Talk from Real St. Louis, streaming live on RealTalkWGNU.com. Yes, welcome back to the Pascal Show. We still got Dan Buffa, film critic Dan Buffa in the house. Let me ask you something, man. You know, of course, you know, since we're, we're pretty much wrapping up the, the show today, we, and the Oscars were yesterday, last night and all that, I, I do got to ask you, what
6: was, in your opinion, the best film of the year. I'm going to say a movie that nobody else will. It was the Peanut Butter Falcon with Shia LaBeouf. Really? And Zach Sagan Of course, this is the movie where the directors, the writer directors, they found this this kid at a, at a Down syndrome for actors workshop, and Whoa. they framed the whole film around him. And, and I've always been a big Shia fan because he, he first thing is he he just can't get out of his own way. He needs like a Robert Downey Jr. helper to just clean yeah. him up. But I, I thought the movie was it was great. It reminded me of, of easygoing movies about friendship in the most unlikely places. These two people kind of come together. Shia LaBeouf plays a very Shia-type character where he, he's this troublesome kid. He's a fisherman, but he doesn't like, gets into a lot of trouble. And he meets this kid who runs away from an old person's home. Because if you have Down syndrome and you don't have anybody to take care of you, they yeah. put you in kind of a you know an old an old person's home that's where you live right so he runs escapes from there and these two just kind of kind of ride down the coast of atlanta to this wrestling school because the kid wants to be a wrestler and they run into uh gosh i'm forgetting her name she's uh melanie griffith's daughter uh 50 shades what's her name a Dakota, Dakota Johnson.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
6: yeah, yeah. So she's in. Um, so, so she's in. She she meets up with with them, and then Miami the, Vice's yeah, daughter. Yeah, Don Johnson's, Don Johnson's daughter. Johnson's yeah, daughter. And um, yeah, I don't know. I it, it really hit me well. It was this probably the sweetest film of the year, but it also had a very good message. And, and I like how Shia's character tells him because the the kid always tells people, like, "Look, I have Down syndrome," and and then Shia's character goes, "Forget about it." That's what Shia said. You know, it all all it comes down to is if you're a good guy or a bad guy. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what you have. And just those little bitty scenes like that. But I thought it was so well done. It's it's kind of a forgotten movie because it's an indie movie. It doesn't get a lot of push. But um, if you can if you want something that's really original and very sweet and, and good-hearted, Peanut Butter Falcon was. was Peanut so
3: good. Butter Falcon.
6: It was the most unlikely number one movie of the year. But I I, I watched it so many times. It's only 90 minutes. And so, and it gets going really fast. Like you meet Shia's character, the kid escapes from the nursing home, and then they're off on this trip. And of course, Shia's character has a couple guys on his tail that want you know he 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 wronged them. So it's got a little bit of a thrill there. But Jake the Snake Roberts is in it, the old wrestler. Really, he's a great guy. Yeah, Uh, Mick is his name. Mick Foley, the new wrestler. He he's also it's got wrestlers in it. Thomas Hayden Church is in it. (coughs) Oh, that's cool. But no, the whole the cast is great. It's one of those movies that just kind of surprises you. I watched it. The first time I watched it, because if you're a film critic, you get a lot of these links sent to you. So I watched it on my phone. I'm, I'm moving around the house doing stuff. But then... You, I sat down and, like, for an hour, I, I was out of the world for a minute. Because that's cool. Where a movie can suck you in, into its world. And I remember I, I got off the couch and I had, like, a spasm in my leg. I was like, man, I haven't moved for, like, 59 minutes. That's dope. But then, then I watched it again and again. I got to interview the directors. They came to St. Louis on, on a press tour. Oh, they, that's cool. They just – this was their first movie they made, and they found this kid, and they knew Shia, and Shia even got his buddy John Bernthal to do a cameo in the movie, so – it's a movie that came out of nowhere. Small film with a big heart. That's that's, that's the best that's way to put very it. Very cool. I also heard about uh, there's another Shia LaBeouf movie, Honey Boy. Honey Boy, yeah. Is that any good? It is. It, it's it's. I haven't real, even seen it. it. It's very good because it's very honest. Um, Shia was in uh, court mandated ther- um, therapy when he wrote this script, Because he was about ready to give up acting, and the court had said you have to go serve this. You know, you have to just basically go here. He and just was
1: starting to, yeah, he was starting to crack. Well,
6: he he was getting and in, in getting involved with the police. He was kind of getting in in public like fights with the police and yeah. people. And so they said you have to go do this. And so when he was in this therapy in that like this center, this rehab center, he wrote this about his father because I've always thought Shia was a kid who never got to have a childhood. He was an actor due to his dad at a very young age. He was put into that show business world. Um, at a very young age, so he didn't really get to be a kid. I always thought that kind of affected his rise and his growth as a person. Because if you don't know who you are, and you're playing all these characters, you have no identity. Right. And this movie shined a light on that. You got to see, he lived in a motel with his dad, played by himself. Uh, Of course, when he got his dad to agree to the the story, he said Mel Gibson was playing his dad. That's how he got his dad to sign off on it. But no, he played him really good. Shy had like, you know, he had like the little... Bold, bolding spot in front and he looked like his dad. Yeah. Because his dad was kind of an entertainer. He was kind of a, one of one of those clowns who did all the tricks. But I don't know. I thought it was well done and it was really honest and the kid was good in it who played his son, who who played uh, Shia's character. So I thought it was an enlightening movie, if anything.
1: That's cool. That's cool. Yeah,
6: big year for Shia. I mean, of course, he didn't get a lot of... Uh, Oscar buzz because they're not ready to embrace the bad boy yet so right he's got to do it again
1: (laughs) yeah he's got to have to put in some work he's got he's got some recon work to do or getting that
6: Scorsese romantic comedy maybe he's the guy instead of M driver yeah driver's kind of kind of busy so maybe they get shy Ooh, that'd be interesting yeah That'd be interesting. You just got to find you the know, right female, though. But
1: then again, though, Adam has a lot to do to to make up for Star Wars. Sorry for saying that. But oh, yeah yeah, say yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. I wasn't a big fan of Rise of Skywalker either. No, I either thought they saying. just kind of did like, oh, let's do this. Why? Let's bring him back. He's dead.
1: Let's take back everything that the other director He was a bad guy, did. and all of a sudden he's a good guy now. Completely knock that all out and just bring yeah, him all back. Yeah, it's almost
6: like... Um, the director said, "You know what? I'm going to delete this computer history. I'm going to delete this whole file. Yeah. Scrap the mainframe." But no, I, I just thought that movie. They just they brought back somebody that was gone, and then they made him a good guy inside of five minutes. All he has to do is get her, get his mom's voice in his head and get stabbed in the chest. That's yep. it.
1: Yep. Yeah. Oh man, it was so.
6: I don't know. It, it was let it, me but down. I
1: think they wanted to also make Adam Driver sexy. Yeah. I think that's what they wanted to yeah. do. They were trying to give make him some sex appeal. Make him the semi-love appeal. interest. Yeah. They were trying to give him like some sex appeal. Because nobody was
6: liking Moody Adam Driver in no, those movies. No, they weren't
1: enjoying that. <laughs> they weren't enjoying that. They were like, let's make him sexy. The movie is. Let's, let's
6: have. In The Force Awakens, have, he's like, I'm going to honor you, father. And then by the end, he's like,
1: I love you, Daisy.
6: Yeah. And yeah, it's just over.
1: I'm sorry, dad. I'm sorry. And then I'm going to throw my lightsaber. Dude, you dropped you your it.
6: dad o- off of that plank. What the it, heck? Was,
1: it was very. <sighs> well, it, was, it was kind of disappointing. It, it was entertaining, though. That's the it best way to put it. It was, it was disappointing. It was disappointing. I but think entertaining. it was crowd
6: pleasing in a bad way.
1: Oh, it was. It was. It was all. It was basically. It's like fan. <laughs> Fan, what, what, is, what, what was it fanboying or fan yeah. whatever? Like, fan friendly. Fan friendly, and it was, it's also it was, it was like they read all the blogs. Yeah, all the internet. Oh, blogs, they're very they're bad. Like, yeah, and they're like, okay, you know what? We we're gonna take away everything yeah. that Ryan Johnson. I compared just it to, made.
6: I compared it to a quarterback taking the pass and then just doing a checkdown pass out to his running back. Right. He Instead like, you know of going downhill. You
1: know what? We're, or downfield. We're gonna, we're gonna do a a, a, a side lateral yeah, real we're quick. Just gonna, yeah, get, and we're gonna send get, it down four yards. But we're gonna go the other way. We're gonna go the other end, end zone, not. The, the end zone yeah. that we're supposed to score. No, we're going to the opposite way. Why? Because you know, it seems it's like everybody's a, rooting for the other team. Yeah, so I might as well go this way. Yeah, that's right. And that's what it felt like. And I'm like, fans oh, are getting mad. My God, where where did the movie go? What what happened? So the second movie didn't exist. It, it seems like They were no. just like, let's, let's even
6: like the let's, actors. It's
1: like little smudge. Let's smudge even that out.
6: John Boyega was like he, he he actually said like man, it was just a different script. It was like like what happened there?
1: Yeah, it, and then oh, of course, then the. Obviously, there was the, the conversations of John Boyega's character. And Oscar and, Isaac. And Oscar yeah. Isaac's character maybe getting together. Maybe gamma. they're
6: forcing him in there.
1: And then it never happened. Then also John Boyega's thing going, oh, I I, could, I can sense the force. Like, what? So, yeah, he's force sensitive. What's going on, man? How many Is people can sense force the force?
6: Sensitive? Do you take some kind of pill and then you, and all of a sudden you can sense the force? He must
1: have the- had his Sunny D for the day. Yeah. That's what happened. He just was like, no, nah, I don't want the purple stuff. I don't or want he the got, soda. You know, Let me get some it. of that Sunny D. He wow,
6: I can feel the force. He got those donuts that we've been wanting. That, yes. That's what
1: happened. The donuts all
3: day long.
1: <laughs> ah! Anyways, movies all day long. We could talk about this. We could talk about this for for hours. Yeah. Of course. But I want to say a big thank you to Dan Buffett for coming through. Can you tell everybody where they can find you? All that stuff.
6: Yeah. I'm at KSTK News. I write about sports and entertainment, and I'm also at St. Louis Game Time. I write about the Blues. I am on Twitter at @Buff82. I tweet way too much. Those are the words of my wife and my mom. And I'm on Facebook as well. And Instagram's kind of hard. I'm on there, but you can't really grow a following on Instagram. But I'm on there at Buffetty too as well.
1: Yeah, Instagram's a funny one.
6: Unless you use 25 filters or, or, or hashtags. Hashtags, yeah, yeah.
1: 25 hashtags, and then of course, hashtag you know,
6: human. Hashtag this is me. Hashtag yeah. I'm sitting in a booth. Follow for follow. That's right.
1: Like for like. <laughs> then uh, of course, <laughs> but then you got to make sure it's 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 a thirst trapping photo. Yeah. You got you to be. You know, butt out on the sand. You got to get that you know winter
6: filter in there, too. Oh, exactly. Makes you look better.
1: Oh, yeah. You got to do something in there to, to, to entice. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? People and do that for a living. Insatiate the, <laughs> the visage. The, the, That's the, right. the, the eye goggles. Do or something the eye, different. The eyeballs. Anyway. We got to get going. Big thank you, Dan Buffett, for coming through. Thank and, of you. course, Ed Herman of Ed Versus. Go check his stuff out. He's really, really great. Really, really funny. Anyway, it's time to go. Be good to yourselves. Be good to one another. And have a marvelous Monday. We will see you guys tomorrow tuesday 9 a.m to 12 p.m this is the pascal show
4: bye
1: hey what's up y'all it's your boy pascal thank you guys so much for tuning in be sure to check out our facebook page facebook.com forward slash the pascal show for all of our upcoming interviews games and our huge giveaways of fantastic swag check out facebook.com forward slash the pascal show and be sure to tune in weekdays 9 a.m to 12 p.m right here on wgnu peace